0: Um, which uh, link you want to send his money to Because I'm a busy man, sir
1: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, It don't matter, bro, let me uh grab your YouTube link real quick so I can post it in the chat All
0: right. Yeah, yo, I started eating apple cinnamon Um granola yogurt. How, how is it working for you? Man, how gay is that? <laughs> it's pretty gay. You're pretty gay man. It's pretty I'm- gay I know. They got my voice is deep, right?
2: (laughs) Yo, I got the man, the myth, the legend.
0: The one and only assistant to Super Slot 75.
2: Hey, why I got David Ruffin as your thumbnail, though?
0: (laughs) You ain't shit. Let me cut this down real quick. You ain't shit.
2: I had to, bro. Had to. Had to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the people here. Like I said, I, I, I kind of wanted people to get to know who who you are, and uh, you know, get some some background to to you and you know, what shaped your belief mm-hmm. and uh, what you stand on your principles and things of that nature. I still think like you're like the ghost face Killer of the group. You, remember, <laughs> you didn't know who's the nigga in the mask. <laughs> like, what's his
0: backstory? Right. was who the the whole album. <laughs> <What> the hell. <laughs> You know who Rayquan is. Who the hell is this nigga? You <laughs> rapping in a mask,
2: <laughs> yo, yo. So, um, take us back, man. Um, you, you had a, a very wild upbringing. Um, like I said, you don't you don't have to divulge too much, but, um, yeah. <laughs> man, you you you've you've had quite a, an adventure, an adventure or two or three, oh. and um man just kind of take us back to you know growing up how i was you know um the people you came across during during that time and you know whatever the case may be man just just it's all
0: you bro it's all about you bro all right man well i was born in the south bronx um born and raised in the south bronx um you know, you tell people about the South Bronx, they they think of you know rap, hip hop, breakdancing and graffiti and all of that. It was exactly that. When I was growing up. Before me though, it was I know you seen the pictures, you know, destitution, poverty, you know, everything run the fuck down. But by the time I came on the planet Earth, I was a little lucky. Because it wasn't that bad. Um in my building lived uh, KRS One's girlfriend. Um, on the second floor, apartment two, F. Um, we used to have a you know, local people come through and pay our, our building some a visit. The building was only five floors, and our staircases were, you know, nobody ever frequented the staircases, so you know you were able to indulge in other activities. So we had the likes of Flavor Flav and. You know, so forth and so on, visiting us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, like how you rub your nose right when I said that. There you go. No, my nose was really itching when you said that. Sure, buddy. So, yeah. <laughs> in, in, anyway, anyway. So, yeah, like I said, I, you know, grew up. It was, it was, it was, you no, know, me, you no, know, just diff- I don't know. I, I guess at the time we grew up in that, you don't consider it different living. Mm-hmm. You know because. Whoever didn't have a father, you had a father, because there was men who would take on that role. And you know, if let's say Slav, if if no, I didn't have a father, you had a father. But your father caught me doing something, mm-hmm. or caught us doing something, we would get our ass whooped just the same. As it should, as it should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suspension, yeah. um, court switches, belts. It depend on the severity of the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every everything was real tight knit. Because it was two elementary schools right across the street. Either you went to this one to the left or this one to the right. Um, people who lived up the hill went to the, the school on the left. Not, not even, no, just people from my building went to school on the left. The other three buildings, they went to school on the right. I never understood that. Then we all went to the same middle school. And by the time we all got to middle school, we all knew each other, whether we went to school with each other or we grew up with each other. Like there's people who I connected with back in um middle school mm-hmm. who, especially this one I'm not gonna say his name his mother used to change my diapers and I haven't seen him a whole elementary school lives that I run up and run, run into him in middle school and I'm like yo you you miss blah 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 son yeah yo your mother used to play cards with my mother and my godmother up in your building and she used to like, you know change my pamper so me and him like, our whole middle school years we was tight um then you had us Projects, across the Street, you know, likes of Fat Joe, uh, Macho, Big Pun and all of them. Um, I got a Big Pun story, too, I'll tell you. Okay, okay. Um, um, You know, growing up, we used to see a whole bunch of people. Outside of rappers, we've seen a whole bunch of people because the South Bronx was so... Just the name alone stands out in New York City because everything is called Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan staten island the bronx you know somebody put the in front of it you like oh this must be the shit like Mm -hmm. yeah so we used to have like uh who was it um i mean used to frequent the streets uh uh tommy hilfiger um johnny versace these people used to frequent the streets in the bronx so what was the appeal
2: because of this the the birth of hip-hop was that it
0: yeah and because it was i think If I if you never if you never seen New York, never heard about it, and somebody say where you want to go, and they run down all the bros on the list, and you see the Bronx, that's gonna stand out. Like, what? what, Why is it called the Bronx? That's what they that's just that's just what it's called. Mm -hmm. I want to go there first. And plus, we had Yankee Stadium. With Yankee Stadium, come every every game, you know the famous people line up the streets. You got the, the 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 retired Yankee players, the ones who passed away, their families. You got Sylvester Stallone. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got all these people frequenting the Bronx, just running the Bronx, just running up and down the Bronx. Because it's just for for as slummy as it was, people loved it. I don't, I never see I as I grew up, I never understood why anybody liked even walking in that shit on that shit or through that shit. But people would do it, bro. So it made growing up was, was like it, it, it was fun because you seen you always seen something, somebody knew. By the time I became an adult, and people like, Oh my god, that's super slot 75. Like, yeah, I seen him. Like Tupac, I remember Tupac used to go up and down the street in the Bronx. He used to fuck with a girl who lived in Castle Hill, I think around like Remy Martin's block. Yeah, so you know, if you heard like Tupac in the area, everybody, their mother gonna go over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like okay, said,
2: give us give us the Big punch story before you go further.
0: I used to play with his team, right? And big Pun and Fat Joe. This was before Fat Joe had terror squad team. So Big Pun was in a, He, he was with Fat Joe. They was in a white Rolls Royce. Little Benz, one or the other. He had an all white, big-ass T.S. chain. So I walked up to him. I was like, yo, what's up, Pun? And he was like, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. You good? And he went in his pocket. Give me money. I said, like, no, I'm all right. So I'm like, yo, you're not scared? You got all this fucking jewelry on. I never seen it to this day, to that day. He lifted up a white towel under that whatever, like a, a bath towel, like you dry your body off. Big ass fucking chrome Desert Eagle. He said, I wish any of these niggas were reaching an <laughs> <head> for anything. <laughs> okay, I, I I have a question. Yeah, I'm
2: trying to be as respectful as possible. Yeah, go ahead, man. I want to know the backstory of the slaying used for Puerto Ricans, they're called, I guess it's a derogatory term to call them Germans. Where does that come from?
0: Well, I'm gonna tell you where I I think it come from. Don't quote me, I'm I'm no historian on it. But I, I remember in Spofford, when the Puerto Ricans and the blacks would fight, or Dominicans and Puerto Ricans would fight, Somebody used to call, like, they should scream out, you're fucking German. Fuck you, German. Fuck you, German. And I I, I mean, like I guess I could be wrong, but I believe Dominicans and Puerto Ricans started that. I could be wrong. Okay. Because, you know, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, they don't for whatever reason, they don't like each other. One believe they better than the other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But police kick the door and say, say, fucking Spanish, spit, get on the fucking ground. You both better get down because, you know, nobody can tell y'all apart. Yeah. Y'all can, but it was crazy. My father's Puerto Rican-Dominican. I still can't tell Puerto Ricans and Dominicans apart. Yeah. How's your oh. Espanol? Un <laughs> uh, poquito. Un no, poquito. Okay. You know, I'm American, but I pay taxes.
2: Yeah, because uh, um, I was watching um, a documentary or something, and I think it was a big pun, and somebody yelled out German, and they just instantly took off on the dude, and I was yeah. like, well, you know,
0: I, I, I think that's like you know they they you know when when you proud to be something and then somebody call you something else and they be like yo' I'm not fucking German I'm Puerto Rican because you know, Big Pun was the most prideful Puerto Rican I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. you know rappers were not screaming Puerto Rico until Big Pun came out oh you right. had was that Puerto Rico oh yeah when Big Pun came out then you had uh uh hundred percent and you had Puerto Rican Day parades with him in it you know black people wearing Puerto Rican fucking flag colors. Yeah. You know, the whole Puerto Rican flag on their body. So Bill you know, pun made it like that. And he said in his music, he said, I wish, I wish a nigga would call me a motherfucking German. I remember that. that, real. that. Yeah, that was real. Like I, I just, I, I, bro, I, I wish I could tell you probably started in jail for all I know, Rikers Island for all I know. I don't know, but I know they was doing that shit since I was in, I was young, not young, but like in my, my, my late teenage years. So I don't know where that shit started. I just know for, for a long time, you walk up and down the street and call Puerto Rican a German, you was guaranteed to get your fucking head split. If yeah. you call a Puerto Rican a Dominican, they got upset. I'm not a fucking dumb in the can. Don't try me like that. <sighs> Dominican, wow. Bro, I still be like, well, what the fuck? Ain't ain't y'all the same? Hell no. Them niggas is dirty. They this, they that.
2: That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. okay. So let's get back to the youth. You're getting a little older, teenage years, and then you. Be- I would assume you begin to wiling out a little bit, bro. I a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You wanna you wanna give us a little insight of what happened or what led to that? <laughs>
0: Yo, I remember <laughs> the first, I remember when I knew. I was like, damn! I can't live my life like no punk. I can't do it. And I and I I'm I'm a grown ass man. There's only one time in my life where a nigga just caught me off guard. And I was fucked up, but it, I'll tell that story later on. I was, in, I was in uh sixth grade, and this kid, Desmond, he's, he's, he did something to me. I don't remember what he did to me. So, you know, outside during recess, when they said, all right, everybody line up. You had to sit in your line, mm-hmm. like Indian style. I waited for him to sit down. And I turned around, kicked him right in his glasses. Boom. That I waited for him to sit down, walked in front of him, and kicked him right in his glasses. Broke it. He hit the floor hole in his eye, and I took off my uh, – my book bag, it was the morning time, like the morning recess before you go in. And I was going to like, bash his head in. My teacher grabbed me. And I said, I, and that's because yo, they used to punk my brother so fucking bad growing up. They had my brother running up. I used to call him a cat. He used to run up trees, running dumpsters, all kinds. Of, He's a pussy. I was like, that's not going to happen to me. That's not. That's not. I had to display it multiple times when they thought that they could try me like my brother. And then when I had to do what I had to do, then all of a sudden, yo, why you doing that, man? Come on, man. Yo, it ain't that serious. Blah blah blah. You know, I'm I'm the fuck. I'm the savage now. So it wasn't like I just want to go out there and be like a bad motherfucker, like you know. what? I'm gonna just do all of this, 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 this dumb shit. Nah, my brother was pussy, and I knew damn good and well if I follow in his footsteps, these niggas gonna think they could just do whatever they want. Ain't no turning truth teller upside down. Going in my pocket, none of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever you think I got in my pocket at the time it's yours. Come get it. What you got in your pocket? Your money. Come get it. I like that coat. And that was people could just give me a compliment, but I was so fucked up. I was like, I, I, I like your coat. Well, come to me, come take it off my back. If it's just, if it's like that, take it off my back. Because I was ready for whatever they wanted to give me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then. People like, yo, what you bugging for? But it's because, you know, growing up, I'm five years younger than my brother. And I watch him. Like, like, not watch, but he was pussy. Pussy. I can't even, I can't, if there was something worse than pussy, he was worse than that. Like, he was just like that. Like, always running to my mother, ma, ma, ma. I don't got time to go. Listen, my mother will find out when the cops tell her, the teacher tell her, or I have to tell her because I'm not going to school. <laughs> because I'm expelled or suspended. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, I have, oh, trust me, I did some mischievous shit. Like, we used to take tissue du- like uh, or paper towel dipping in water, in dirty water, and then when a the car drive by, we just hit, hit the window. Boom! I fucking swerve, get out, chase us. You know, we used to throw all kind of shit at buses. Like, we did all kind of crazy shit. I did, I did some shit I won't even say on YouTube because I know damn well I have a whole bunch of people marching out outside my house. To right, my, right, right. I will never tell half the shit I ever did. But like a lot of that shit in the beginning was I had to show people like, yo, I'm not him. If he chose, he chose to get rent. And I just like, yo, let's go out there and fight him. No, I don't want to fight him. All right, cool. No problem. Well, good. Then when I go outside, they look at me. I had to tell him, I'm not him. I promise you, y'all could do whatever y'all going to do to me, but one of us is going to the hospital and one of y'all is going to the hospital there's only one of me so I know which one of us is going to the hospital one of y'all going to the hospital and I promise you only one of us is walking out the hospital I had to let it be known early that's why till date my, my my brother he can't walk in certain parts of, of, of certain neighborhoods but I'm good because I let it be known I don't care what you do to him he wants that shit done to him he's a slave no problem I just want you to rub your finger across my skin and watch what's going to happen. Don't even, you ain't got to touch me. Just, I mean, you ain't got to grab me, nothing. Don't swing at me. Just rub your finger across my skin and watch what happens to you. And that was the birth of what they call G Man. Okay. Yeah. I went from who I was to, yo, G Man's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So,
2: how, what age were you before you actually left the Bronx? And what prompted you to leave the Bronx?
0: I, well, there was a time. Let me see. What age was that? Oh, 24. I moved when I was 24. I just got tired of the Bronx, man. I just got I, I sick and tired of it. It was always the same shit. Everywhere I go, I'm old. You know, they say your reputation catches up to you. Mm-hmm. Yo, bro, I would go places minding my business. A piece of I, I went to the pizza shop. You know, I have a little piece of little corner uh, U.S. fried chickens and all that. I want to U.S. fried chicken. Fucking cop looked at me. It's a sloth folk. Looked at me, right? And he said, Ain't you? And then said my name. And I said, Yeah, officer, but I'm not. And immediately put me in handcuffs. Searched me, put me in a paddy wagon. And 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 um took me always took me to the 42nd precinct for trespassing. Because you know, I'm, I'm in my 20s now, but the old owner of that place, and I clearly forgot, because I just, you know, you do so much shit, you don't think twice about I don't think about that shit. I'm like, who the fuck looking for me now? For some I did when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But they put a um uh a trespassing um a no trespass uh out, of, out on me in that place. Cause I shot it, I I, I, I I discharged a firearm in there when I was like 15, and they didn't want me back in there no more. But I didn't. I'm think I'm 20 years. I'm on a different. I'm paying taxes. I got paychecks in my pocket. And I, got, I don't got time. Hell no, hell no. I used to go to the train station, the fucking the the people behind the the tennis behind the, the the glass, they staring at me. And I'm and I, but you know when you stop doing dumb shit, you're like, why the fuck is everybody looking like I'm a fucking monster? Mm-hmm. But when you was on that dumb shit, you like yo fuck right, I'm a fucking monster. I, I wish any of y'all would look at me. But they're not looking at me like, oh, he goes this motherfucker. They was looking at me like, what the fuck is he going through now? Uh, Cause once again, this guy, I was going to I was living in, I was living in Brooklyn in high school. This this I'm I'm assuming he's homeless. I'm I'm gonna say he's homeless, whatever he was. He asked me for money, I told him I was like, I don't have no money. And then he was like, I bet you do got money in your pocket. So I was looking. I saw the train. And I went to push him in front of the train. But he grabbed the pole, falling back. And then he ran. And those attendants saw me. But I don't think these fucking people will remember me. Like, it's fucking high school. I'm 20-something now. But, you know, shit like that, man. I I, I tell you, man, I got some.
2: (laughs) Bro, that's a charge.
0: Bro. (laughs) The man yeah, said, "I bet you do got money in your pocket." I'm thinking, like, "I right, he gonna rob me?" So, I'm gonna be the last thing he ever robbed for the rest of his life. Yeah. So I saw the train coming, and I said, "Oh, okay." I pushed him as hard as I could because I I wanted to push him on the track, watch him get ran over. He, my logic was, he's a he's a crackhead, a junk girl, fuck he is. Who gonna miss him? But in the eyes yeah. of the law, I ain't supposed to do that. <laughs> so, so all of that logic had that that's why i had that's why i went to the went to brooklyn i got kicked out of three high schools okay so
2: let me ask you this was it more of a temperamental thing or you had to keep up a parent or not keep up appearances but you had to keep reminding people to to, to, just to leave you alone at that point
0: bro i think i think at one point it was yo don't don't mistake me for him i'm not him and then after a while, I'll just figure like, you know what? Everybody, every paranoia. I, I'm going to blame it on paranoia because I just be like, you know what? I think everybody ought to get me. Okay. Bro, I done shot in the crowds before. Yo, I, and, and it had nothing to do, like what was going on had nothing to do with me. But all I heard was, what the fuck you said, nigga? I just pulled it out. boom, Because <laughs> I, I think niggas are talking to me. And then the girl on with. Like, they're not talking to you. What the fuck are you doing? God damn.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay.
0: But you yeah, know but what, though? Man. I'm gonna tell you this, and this is this is this is the god honest truth. Yeah, New York City will do that to you. This is the truth. I've been in Walmart. <laughs> I never seen that movie. Oh my god, that's a fucked up movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, when I go places, you know, you, you know, you know, it's all, and I'm not saying because some, somebody can knock my fucking head off tomorrow, but I'm fortunate because I guess my appearance when my face look, a lot of people don't fuck with me. Yeah, I wonder why. They'll, they, I, they'll walk by and they'll look at me, and, they, and I, I'll look at them and they turn their hair real fast. And move the fuck out the- I have people apologize, like they be at the end, the beginning of a Walmart alley, and move their shopping cart. I'm sorry about that. I had people run from me in the wintertime. I had I had a um a a, a, a what do you call that? A carhart jacket, mm-hmm. I had my hoodie on. I this was up on Fordham Road. This fucking kid looked at me and he was like, Yo, yo, don't kill me, and then took off running. And I put my my hoodie down and I looked behind me, like, who the fuck are you running from? But he running back, like running from me, looking at me. I guess I had to look, but I've been in place like like when I was in in Texas, you know, I rent. Um, I met up with Carrie. We was in Walmart, and nobody was. She could tell you nobody was in my way. Nobody said nothing to me. Sometimes I have to like ask people for help when I go like walk up to them for help. They'll start, they'll start moving from me because they're like, "What the fuck?" And I know they're looking at me. I'm like, "Yo, I can't. I don't have the appearances. Be showing all my teeth and you know tap dancing and shit like that. i I'm, I'm a I'm a real man. I'm a man's man." So I walk like a man's man. I guess that intimidates some people. It's like, but, oh shit, a nigga walking with his head up.
2: What? what but did did um, you ever think that it was too much or it was becoming a problem
0: when people just assume and judge you just based off appearance? Yeah, that's why I left New York because, like I said, I'm going places. I'm getting arrested. Fucking police is grabbing me up, put me in the back of cop cars, take me down to the precinct. Yeah, we don't. We ain't. We ain't getting no calls on you, but I know you was doing something. What were you doing over there? What was you standing over there? While well, I was waiting for the bus. Yeah, sounds good. You know, and you know, two hours they holding me and she asking me questions. What up was I doing there? They ain't find no gun since my back to go look for something like I do something. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Enough is enough. This is crazy. This is crazy. And that's what made me leave New York. I had to get the hell out of there. Okay, so you leave New York and you go to where? Georgia. Oh shit. Okay. So I become a cop.
2: Now what is in the world will make you pull an ice tea, basically. What prompted that? What was the motivation behind that?
0: Bro, I've seen how the streets was. I knew there was a lot of problems out here, a lot of wayward children, a lot of crime. And I did not become a cop for that because I didn't give a fuck. They just paid the most money. Okay,
2: so y- y- you weren't trying, so you weren't in the, 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 the guys of public service. You were just like, is it just a job?
0: Just a job. One of my good friends was a drug dealer. Was, I just did it for a job, and I, I'm not ashamed to say it.
2: But there, no, no, I, I yeah. don't
0: see why anybody why why that would. Because yeah. I know you, you can't clean the streets up. Hell no streets gotta clean yourselves up. Mm-hmm. But how much you paying? Hmm, okay, I could live good off of that. Sure, I'll do it.
2: And you had so obviously you didn't have any real you no know,
0: no no felonies to, to, to prompt to keep you from. Almost when I was sixteen, a guy okay. tried to a guy, and I was hustling my little drugs and shit. This is why I got kicked out of all those schools. I wound up in a school in the Bronx, but I had to live in Brooklyn, okay? Because I was I got kicked out of one school for, for for taking drugs inside, another school for taking a gun inside, and then this school was like this school. I was sent there to this school because this guy was selling drugs, and I'm selling drugs too, but I'm nickel and diming. Mm-hmm. You know, Negroes just hate so much, and this is not nothing to hate on because at the time I shouldn't have been doing it. Uh I'm poisoning my own fucking community. So, Mm -hmm. so um, he was telling everybody, "Yo, when I see that little motherfucker, I'm gonna kill him." Because I I wasn't always this tall, my voice wasn't always this deep, I was not always this big. I was like short and skinny, and I'm gonna kill that motherfucker when I see him. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, I'm walking down the block, and who do I see? Him. And he said, yo, come here. So I stopped dead in my tracks. I played dumb like I know nothing. (laughs) I played stupid like I know nothing. I stood there and I said, all right, there's no camera around. Stop right in front of the Kingdom Hall. No cameras around. I'm going to kill this nigga. That's all I'm thinking. He walks up to me and he grabbed me and I put the gun right to his stomach and pulled the trigger three times. One bullet went through his stomach, clean out his spine. He fell to the ground like a fucking bag of bricks. He was in the hospital unconscious. They arrested me. And you know, you know the old saying you you, you you're under arrest for attempted murder. Yeah. Hey, by the way, if he die, that's your ass. That's your ass, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um thank th- thank you, Yahweh Shah. And Allah for the bone quisher he was with. He did this girl dirty. So this girl went came to court and she testified that. He was telling everybody he was gonna kill me, because they were trying to give me ninety six years. Yeah, like no, no light of day, no nothing. So, um, that's why I got kicked out all like before I kicked out those schools. So when the judge heard her story, and they st- they never, they couldn't get a statement from him because he was fucked up. Mm-hmm. was fucked up. So I'm thinking to myself, don't die, just let's stay in a coma for like forever. Of course, so, yeah. Yeah. So it's my word and her word. And she swore on it. So they dropped the charges. And and, and I just claimed self-defense. I was like, yo, he came at me. I'm, a, I'm 16 years old. I, was fucking, I was fucking 30. He tried to kill me. Where'd you get the gun from? It was his. He came at me with it. We tussled before I took it and shot him. I was scared. So the judge looked at me. What school you go to? I had to be honest. Like I got kicked out of this school and kicked out of that school. So they sent me to a, a vocational school that just became co-ed. And when that shit happened, I was like, oh, fuck. And it was like, if you get kicked out of here, you going to you. That's it. You're going to Spafford and you're going to Rikers Island. Hmm. So I had to I had to c- calm all that shit down. So that's why I was able to become a cop, because if that charge would have stuck, I I would never met y'all. i would have been in jail because it was going to give me 96 years, bro. <laughs> so they were,
2: they were going to try you. As, they were trying you as an adult, as an adult,
0: 96 years. And then on top of that, 20 for discharging a firearm. God damn. across the street from an elementary school
2: god damn <laughs> okay before we get to the to the georgia um let me read these off real quick if you don't mind power you gray will. thank you um also uh lisa uh thank you for the uh, cash app uh american negro thank you brandon uh jamila i forgot you the last time andre page the last time brandon and the last time dason the last time uh robert lafleur big l edward um Carrie, collins so i if i didn't get you the last couple of times i got you so um so yes you but okay tell me the mm-hmm. exact moment you said i want to be a cop
0: even though if it's, you saw it as a job all right so i was um was i uh, sitting in the living room i was looking on one of those websites job career builders, whoever it was i don't know if it was indy i don't know and, you know, pop-up popped up, you know, Gwinnett County officers looking for you and, you know, you can earn this much money. So, I was like, all right. I pulled out a calculator. Well, if I earn this much money a year, this is how much it is a month. This is how much it is a week. Oh, I'll do it. I, it was a Friday night. I never, it was a Friday night. I said, oh, I'll do it. So, my friend, of course, was uh, next door to me. I went to him. I was like, yo, would you still fuck me if I became a cop? He was like, yo, just don't arrest me. Bet.
2: <laughs> That's fucking Yo. Okay, before we move on, what happened to the guy? Did ever, He came
0: obviously he came out the coma, correct? Yeah, yeah, I seen him like early like later on in my life. And when, when I saw him, you know, he was in a wheelchair. Like came like he got spaghetti legs. And um he was, you know, in his wheelchair going up the hill. And I was walking down, and I saw him, and he looked at me, and he was like, "Don't I know you?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm the nigga who shot you."
2: Okay. How was that moment? Or can you describe that moment?
0: Do you remember that moment when you yeah, met he, him and he, and, he, and you said that to him? Yeah, he, he looked at me with his eyes wide open because I want my pocket for my knife. Because, oh, Yo, you're in a wheelchair, but you're fucking off still. move. What you going to do, pop me out here? Then he was like, well, I just want to let you know I forgive you. And, you know, I don't hold any any heart, any uh bad blood against you. You know, we were young. And I was like, no, we weren't young. I was 16. He was 30. Yeah, I didn't want to hear nothing he had to say because I still remember this motherfucker. Like, he was something he was going to kill me. Yeah. So, but at the time, you know, I ain't a savage no more. So I'm, I'm like, you lucky. You lucky I'm not on that type of time because I would have killed you right here. It would have been no, no. I would have told the police that so he came back at me. This fucking guy he tried to kill me. <laughs> yeah, again. yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know? But I told him, he was like, he, you know, he was like, look, oh, I understand you're mad for what, what happened and blah, blah, blah. He put his hand out for a handshake and I spit on him. I spit right. Damn. I spit right on him because I didn't give a fuck about him. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't give a fuck about him. So when okay. I spit on him, he he looked at me and he, and he just went straight up to hell.
2: Okay, as you look at that situation now, do you still agree with, with the with the action you took when you saw him?
0: Yeah, I would do it again right now. Okay, okay. yeah. If he right. rolled past me right now, and he was like, "Hey, I would spit on him again," because what you trying to kill me for? I'm just nickel and diamond. Wow. Sure was, uh, Edmund Clark, my wife, my, wife, my, um, my aunt is from Rochester.
2: He says, uh, I can personally relate to being a cop. If
0: uh, I wouldn't did a robbery back in 05, it would have been Rochester police.
2: Okay. That's what's up. Um, I,
0: mean, yeah, if I saw him right now, bro. Like we get off this shit right now. And I saw him and he said anything to me. I'll probably spit it at him or kick his wheelchair over. Damn. So you're yeah, be even for life, huh? Yo, I, I'm one of them people you do me wrong, bro. You can <laughs> get hit by a car in front of me. I'm a point <laughs> you're
1: yo- for, for life.
0: life. For life, man,
1: to the casket
0: close. Yo, to the casket close. Not come oh, to your funeral just to laugh at you. I'll let your family. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's why I sloppy telling you I'll be working and going home and minding my business. <laughs> oh, come I'm, I'm not, yo, I'm a different breed of individual, bro. What the
1: fuck? I
2: ain't mad, bro. I feel you. I feel yeah. you.
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm great pleasure in watching somebody go through something that did something bad to me.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. What's okay. the term
0: for it? Mr. Thopper gonna always tell me what it's called. It's called, uh, fuck. Shouts out to the big bro, to, to the little bro missing topic one too, man. That's my, that's, that's the bro, man. You know. So
2: walk me through the process, the mindset as you are in the process of, a, you know, go, trying to go through being a cop going to copy, uh, the Academy, yeah. all that stuff. Walk me through that.
0: All right. So my first day there, we had to piss in the cup and it was like 20 men and probably about five women, six women. We all pissed in the cup and he told the girls to put their cups on a different table. So we went pissing the cup, brought the cup back to him. He put it on a table and then put a pregnancy test in it. And I think two or three of them came back positive and he was oh, like,
2: "Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay.
0: Yeah, country man. He was like, he said, I'll be down. I got three pregnant men trying to work in my academy. So he called out their names. And they bought their applications, put it on file. They can never ever apply for anything in the county ever again. Not even trash man, because they lied. And then they had to go home and tell their old <laughs> no, tell their old lady they found out they fucking pregnant. or whatever girl was pissing the cup for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So did that. Um. Same day I did my 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 fingerprints. No, my fingerprints came back good. Um. They asked us, you had as anything that could possibly not come up that you want to tell us about so I was I was I was you know I kept it a buck I was like look this is what I did when I was 16 and told him and you know the, the the investigator was like look I don't care what you do when you were 16 what did you do when you were 18 no he said well you're charged as an adult I said no sir he said you doing anything since you are 18 I said nah not really he was like nah not really what does that mean he said anything on record stating that <laughs> that will pop up mm-hmm. I said oh no nothing on record nothing nothing will pop up and he was like all right that's it Then after that, um we went the men went, we had to go we went to this uh the the locker the the locker room, you know, shaved off our facial hair because you know how that go, nothing under your earlobe. Of
1: course.
0: (laughs) So um then we told to come back the next day. Next day we came back, we got sweatsuits, and before we started the official academy, we were doing things like going to clean the um the animal control building. Um uh, going with uh, the trustees to go clean up, you know, parking lots and sides of the highways. it mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. a lot of grunt work. And I, and I know why they do they did that, because they wanted to wean out the That's weed. weed out. Got you, yeah. yeah. So you out there in a sweatsuit in the summertime, long sleeve, picking up garbage off the side of the 85. Of
2: course, okay.
0: That shit's like being out in the middle of the desert, bro, it's hot as a motherfucker. All them cars driving by, they hot as shit. Right. All that heat. And then um did all of that, then started the academy. You know the academy is basic, like you know they 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 uh, physical strength, mental strength. They ask you questions. I got I got uh screamed at when we did when we did um a psychiatric evaluation.
2: Now, how was that, and why were you screamed at?
0: A lot of the questions didn't make sense to me. It was dumb because they was asking questions that can go two ways. This is why I got screamed at. The guy, he asked me, uh, he sat in front of me with his legs crossed. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? I said, it depends on what dark you're talking about. He was like, well, dark is dark. I said, no, sir, it's nice. two different kinds of dark. He said, well, educate me then. And that's where I get educated me from because I, t- I took it from him. I said, I like the way that shit sound. Yeah. So I said, well, if I'm in my house and I wake up and there's no lights on in my house, I- of course I'm not scared. But if I'm in a, in a trunk of a car blindfolded and then when out I- the first – thing i see is people taking me out of a trunk taking a blindfold off and i'm out in the middle of the desert i'm scared to death so what kind of doc are you talking about he said oh okay a smart ass okay so i was like okay this is not this is not the time to be one of those people (laughs) (laughs) So, so but you know he 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 screamed it i know and because my voice is so deep, bro. It's very rare you hear me screaming shit. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that story too and tell you how my voice got this deep, man. It's fucking fucking God, man. <sighs> my mother. Anyway, it's a I told you a short story, but it's a long story. My mother should have been handled this since I was young, but never did it anyway. So he screamed it, and I was like, All right. So um one of the lieutenants took me in the hallway. He's like, Where you from? And I said, The Bronx. He said, he said, You're Yankee. I said, No, I hate the Yankees, I'm a Braves fan. <sighs> and smiling. he was like, yeah, I am a Braves fan. Chipper Jones to the, do- to the day I die. OK, so he was like, oh, no, no. A Yankee. You're from up north. I was like, yeah, OK. And he said, look, I just want you to coast through this, man. Just coast through it. That's all he want me to do. Just coast through it. I was like, all right, no problem. So every time they asked me a question, I kept it buckling. How you want me to answer it? <laughs> I just want a job. I don't want nothing. I don't want to do nothing. I just want a job. How do you want me to answer? Answer it honestly. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh well, this is what he probably wanna hear. Oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no. You know, so um went to the academy. Um, you know, did all that stuff. The hardest part about the academy was dealing with people from the good old boy system. Okay. You know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. And for people who don't know the good old boy system is you could be the smartest black man in the building. And a white man right there can have a handful of thumbs and still bite his toenails. He's gonna go up before you. So everything I did was under a microscope. Me and another guy, we were <laughs> under microscopes. So everything we did. But every every you know everybody else, if they missed the target at the shooting range, oh next time just breathe slow and blah blah blah. We would hold the gun the exact same way we were taught, and it just ain't no time for cowboying. Like whoa shit! <laughs> I, I didn't even touch the fucking gun, and I'm cowboying. Okay, I get it. That's not. I, I, that's that's when I say I, I know I'm in the south. Let me let me cut this shit out. Let me cut this shit out.
2: Let me ask you this. Okay, so I was watching Michael Jai White a while back on Vlad, and he said he was told his IQ was too high. Mm-hmm. And now, saying what you just said, do you also feel that um, law enforcement is not there to recruit the brightest of the no. bunch? No, hell no, they not. Okay, hell no,
0: they not. Hell no. Well let me let me ask you why you think that is. Cuz I've seen them hire people who I wouldn't trust to shoot a gun in a forest at a tree with nobody around. Because these people they that, it's the good old boy system, Sly. If you if you are a good old boy, your aunt, I mean, and your sisters, your sister's son, he got a job. Hmm. Cuz you are going to walk him straight over to the you know, the um the chief from like hey chief, this is my this is my, my, my sister's boy. You know he needs a job. And he's gonna make a call over to one of the city cops. Hey, y'all got you? y'all need some hiring down there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm gonna send somebody down there right now. He passed a drug test? Yeah. All right. You know, it's, it's 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 yeah, they they hide. I'm not gonna say all police departments, because I know somebody gonna be, well, you don't know every single one, which I don't. But my experience is my experience is if you catch that shit with one hand, sloggy you ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Train me, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> that shit <with> one hand. <laughs> but my, my experience is man, they 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 high, they, they when, when you if you if you one of them, I'm not even talking about Yankee white neither, cause they ain't give a fuck about people from the north, white, black, none of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're from the south, any part of the Bible belt, and you was white. Yeah, they will hire you. They ain't going fuck about your IQ. I I work with people who could barely read. Would ask me questions like, Hey, uh, how you spell Where are what? Like where? Which where are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah. And, they, and they was like, Well, just tell me one and put this on a police report. I said oh shit. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah.
2: One one quick question before you get in, um, Renette wants to ask: Would a black native get the job before you, even if you fit their bill more? So, will a southern black
0: would have gotten it? Oh, hell yeah, you? yeah, okay, yeah. Remember, got to you from New Orleans, Bianca Roberto. Her brother was in the academy with me, but he got kicked out because he's a hood nigga. Man, he just kinda, he, you know, he wanted to smoke cigarettes and. You know, we all, we all leave at the same time. How the fuck he's always late to the line? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell him shit. Mm-hmm. And then when they, they kicked him out, first thing he said was, Man, I go back and sell drugs. I deal with y'all motherfuckers either way.
2: Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
0: Okay. So how long was the vetting process? Was it six to eight weeks? Yeah, six to eight weeks. Yep. Okay. Yeah. By that, by, but the whole thing is by that, by that six week, they want to make sure, like now, it's, it's 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 a lot of psychological. They want to okay. make sure you got your head in the game. Okay. Because at the time, how often was was police officers just charging a firearm? Back because then, compared to now, like yeah. Oh yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, so you know you can you can be a a good shot. Your accuracy don't have to be the best, but as long as your judgment, as long as when they put those fucking little those little pictures up. And you ain't shoot at the fucking lady holding the baby, you ain't had to hit the fucking criminal dead in the middle. Just so you weren't you weren't taught center mass back then. Yeah, we were, but okay. good old boys, um, you know, people they didn't have to hit center mass, they just had to hit. Gotcha. Long as they didn't shoot at the like I said, the old lady with the shopping cart that popped up, long as yeah. they didn't shoot at her, yeah, they shot at the criminal and it made some type of contact that was good enough for them. Okay, yeah.
2: Well, let me ask you, what are your thoughts on Center Mash shootings and, and uh, the,
0: the, the the teachings of it? It, I, it? I agree with it. Depending on, let me say this, I'm, I'm on the record. Depending on the situation, if you got a fucking guy on top of a roof shooting at a crowd of kids, yes, center Center is ass immediately. We don't have time to give him a shoulder shot. Teach him a lesson. Because you know.
2: what you always hear is, why didn't you shoot him in the leg? Why can't you shoot him in the leg?
0: And yeah, it's like... Not, the thing about this, right. like, you go pick your baby up from school. I hope it never happened. I hope it never happens to any one of us. But you go pick your baby up from school, and he's a sniper up there, and you got your child safe in the car. You hear the fucking the 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 the, the, the senior officer out there tell the the, the sniper, "Hey, we will just go ahead and hit him in the leg," and he he, he he's going for headshots. You're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, shoot through his eye. <laughs> but you know, listen, motherfucker got a knife. See, it, it, that's it's, it's kind of it's, it's it's tricky because I seen people get shot and then they still keep going. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta go for that, for that money shot. I seen I seen fucking people. I seen a big ass white guy. Height. He was he was jacked up on something. Mm-hmm. By the time we get there, Snowville done shot him three times in his limbs. His motherfucker still moving like nothing. So, but when the county get there. You know, he had the knife over a Snellville officer. Kaboom! That was it. He was dead before God got the bad news. Because obviously, those limb shots wasn't working. Right, Whatever, he was hyped up. I mean, he was hyped up on this shit. Had him going. He didn't feel that shit. We saw the blood pouring out of his leg, and he was just walking like this it was normal. But that good old a little rusty shotgun on the back of that, that you know, behind the that, that driving in the passenger seat, put him down. So, do I, I don't agree with every, every center shot, but I understand. I understand. I don't agree with it, but I understand. Because center mass is not like the, it shouldn't be a first resort, but sometimes, it, a lot of times it has to be. Motherfucker run at you with a damn, with a knife. You don't got time to shoot him in his knee? What if you no, miss? I remember uh, in the military training, the 21-foot theory,
2: if a guy has a knife and he's within 21 feet, yeah. he won't get to you before you can draw your pistol. So, yeah.
0: exactly. I, yeah. And then at the same time, it's good you say that. You motherfucker ran at you with a knife, you don't have time to ask him, hey, were you in the Marines?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't have time to figure out his history. I have to assume he knows what to do with that shit better than I know what to do with that shit. So I got to stop him. And a lot of people don't understand that taser sometimes doesn't connect right, and that taser don't do shit. And even when it connect, it don't do right. Yeah, we we seen the videos when they just pull yeah, the, the pull out, and it's right, like... Yeah, who got time to now drop that to go reach for you? Nah, I understand sometimes it have to happen. Like I said, I don't agree with, with every single goddamn time, but I do understand why. And I do understand the training. Because at the end of the night, you rather go home and tell your wife or your 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 husband or your kids what happened mm-hmm. compared to somebody knocking at your door in a suit with a badge on their hip telling your loved one how much of a hero you were and how you know how you died protecting the community. I don't give a fuck who you are. Nobody wants nobody wants wants that to be their family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before
2: we get to your first day and the rest of the academy, okay. How many times have you had to draw your weapon on a, on a on a on a, on the a... I, I had to draw my
0: weapon a lot. Really? A lot, yeah. Yeah, because people don't remember we in the south. I'm still a nigger. Don't give a fuck what I got on. I'm still a NIGGER. of us try me all the time. Really? What you going to do, tell me? <laughs>
2: So you got more pushback from from whites than blacks uh, during your oh day? no,
0: negroes. Oh
2: god, are you serious? Man, I'm
0: not making this up. Holy
2: shit! Okay.
0: When, I, when I had to deal with white people, you know what they would do? They would try to like. You ever heard of um uh, what, what they call it? Uh, well, in in the county we used to call it. They tried to hold court on the street. Mm-hmm. Let me, officer. Let me tell you what happened. Drunk, out their fucking mind, covered in somebody else's blood. Come with their hands up. Uh, uh, officer, let, 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 me, let me let me tell you what happened. You know, it be them fucking Negroes. What the fuck you going to do, nigga? Kill me. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I, I just came in for a car accident. <laughs> yo, I came because you called. You wanted to get these people off your property. Damn, so what's that? What, you know, But I learned right there that I learned doing that job. Black people don't respect black people's authority. I was a, I was a sellout. Before I even knew what the hell uh, Uncle Tom was. I was Uncle Tom. I was a sellout. I was never a ruckus. Because nobody picked that up in the vocabulary yet. Yeah, I was a coon. I was the white man's bitch. And I, I think that's all I heard. I was a nigga for sure all day. Yeah, and cause they, they, you only got that bad. Bet you was a pussy in school. One time, a guy told me, "I ever catch you without that badge on, I'll beat your ass." It was, it was a, it was a uh, like a forty-something old guy mm-hmm. in Duluth, mm-hmm. and I told him, "Bro, I get off at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna go to Walmart off of Snellville Highway. Meet me over there. I'm the wrong one. I'm the wrong one." I Well, let me ask you this on that on that point. Now, I've seen
2: I've seen more cops from the East Coast take off the bat and your gun and square yeah. it
0: with a, with the you yeah. know, do you agree with that? 100%. Cause, cause sometimes people believe that everybody who was a cop was a punk in school. He was a bully and that he do that shit because you know, he, he, he used to be bullied. I heard like rappers and entertainers say that. Mm-hmm. Nah, hold no. I, I, be honest with you. I, I work with a lot of cops who say, yo, I do this shit cause I need insurance for my kid. My kid is sick. Mm-hmm. You know, my old lady ain't working. I don't mm. say, and this and I I I get it, I got it. Motherfucker say if McDonald's call me right now and pay me more to flip a burger, I'll put this badge down right now and go flip burgers. Because uh, okay. it ain't about trying to make no difference, it's about keeping the you know, keeping the light on.
2: Okay, okay.
0: And I'm and these are grow, these are real men. These ain't no effeminate ass men, these are men saying, Look, I, I like what I do, but if Walmart pay more, I'll be in Walmart. You know, if I find a security job paying more, I seen a guy leave the county to go be a CO because the correctional officer job was offered to him and it paid him $100 more a month.
2: I would think that's more. Okay. Now so from cool. my perspective, I would have did it. No, I You're would
0: cool. ne- What
2: a For CO sure. job, man. Now nah, listen, Now I'm, and I'm only speaking from being on the inside, you know, on that side of the thing. I would never, I wouldn't want my woman to do that. Shit. Yeah. Any, any anybody. No, that's a, f- Fucked up job. I don't give a fuck what level of security it is. No, fuck the money.
0: No. He, he did it because his old lady at the time, she passed away before I left the county. Okay. And she was she was sick. And you know, he needed more money. And over there, and in, in the correctional department.
2: over oh, oh, OT all day
0: long. Oh all, all day long. You can move up and rank very fast. Yeah. Over here,
2: yeah.
0: Hell no. You could be the best police officer on planet Earth. You ain't really moving up too fast.
1: Right, right, right. right. So
0: it, it was like that. Um, and I get it. I was like, "Yo, I understand, what these, like, cause these are grown men saying this shit. Men who showed that they were real men. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I, hey uh, uh, I got to go by my daughter's school because we're having parents' teacher. I mean, a uh, uh, career day, and she want me to come by, and blah blah blah, calling this shit in over the radio, showing like these people really showing like they're men, they they they're a man's man, and they they they, they they're family centered. So when they start saying this shit to me, I'm like, what the fuck? Who go flip burgers? But then after you think about it, like, yeah, if they pay me $40 an hour to go run a McDonald's, I could do that shit right now. Motherfucker come rob it. Hey, have it all. Well, I'm glad you're saying this because the narrative is they want to be there. You know, that's what they always wanted. For the most nah. part, that's what they always wanted to do. That, you know, that when, when you hear those officers say that, they saying that because the camera's in front of their face and it's yeah. damn near scripted. Okay. okay. Who, who's really going to say, yo, I'm doing this shit for a job. B. I don't go fuck about none of this. You need to tell drugs. <laughs> yeah, Cut, yeah. Don't do that shit in front of me. All right. My check, yeah, but okay. like, get the fuck out of here. You don't care about the community. Get out of here. Okay, yeah, but that's 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 just the truth. All right, so you get
2: through the academy. Yeah, you graduate. Yeah, um, you get your zone that
0: you're working in. You get your partner. You had a partner, right? Yes, sir. So tell me about the first day. My first day, bro. We sat in Krispy Kreme donuts parking lot. We what like the fuck? cut really, on. bro. You just had to. Bro, it's the truth. The the guy who was training me, the guy who was training me, on field, filled. This motherfucker was ginormous. I don't see how the hell you he stole a cop. He couldn't chase nobody down. <laughs> he, he was. We got in the car. He said, "You eat Krispy Kreme donuts, right?" I said, "What is that?" I'm from New York. I only know Dunkin' Donuts. I was like, "What is that?" You don't eat Krispy Kreme. There's the best donuts in the world. You put the glaze on it right in front of you. I was like, no, nah, I'm good, man. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. I don't want no Krispy Kreme donut. And he was like, Oh, well, I usually get a dozen. I said, Cool, I'll taste one of yours. No, no, I'll buy you your own. <laughs> wow. So we when when that, that light came on, uh, you know, it said hot, whatever the hell that was. Yeah. That, that came on and he went inside, he wobbled inside, <sighs> like like breathing like that. Guy came back with his dozen donuts, and he sat there, opened up his Pepsi and put that shit right in the middle. I was like, this is not going to work. This is not going to (laughs) work. He ate a whole dozen donuts, bro, and drank two Pepsis. I know if you cut him open, that shit would have just leaked out fucking cane syrup. There's no way in the world this fucking guy should have been a cop. But I I had to to do all my training with him. Okay. So by the time I was out on my own. I was like, all right, this is, you know, and they, and you, and this another thing you learn when they ask you, well, how's your training going? You look at him and you look at them and say, Oh, it's great. Of course. Yeah. Because if you still don't keep your job, you better say it's great. Or if you'd be like, Oh, this motherfucker just eat Krispy Kreme donuts. And he ain't shit. All right. No problem. The next week, you know, both of y'all be at helping trustees pick up the fucking trash on the side of the highway. Cause the sheriff can't make it cause he's sick. Or the CO can't make it because he's sick, and you got to do this shit. I was like, "Oh, it's good, it's good." We never had nothing go on. Oh, Barking dog complaints. Um it went on your first day. Oh
2: my god!
0: <laughs> 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 no, nah, it was no training day shit. None okay, so
2: take me to the first time you had uh, a legitimate action. All right. So
0: the first day, this it was on. Um, I was standing in front of the quick trip talking to I always forget his name. His name was Williams. But back in Snellville, a red pickup truck. <laughs> and he looked at me and I said, Let's go. Jumped in our, our units, put the lights on, chased him down. We went we chasing him through Snowville. He went from Snellville, clean into fucking Lawrenceville. We call Lawrenceville PD. They went out there with the spikes, stopped him. The fucking and this is this is amazing how nothing ever happened but this is the truth I swear on my children's lives this is the true they threw the spikes out there um he he went over the spike bust his tire did donuts in the street flipped that shit over in a ditch we go draw the firearms on him oh he was a baby crying he kidnapped his well he took his child from his daughter's mother his he t- it was a girl he took his daughter from his daughter's mother's car took her keys, and then and it was gone. The baby was in the in the car seat, still in the car seat crying, and this fucking guy was passed out.
2: Holy shit.
0: Yeah. The first bit of action. I felt so bad because I was like, I can't believe I chased this man knowing that he had a baby in there. What if that baby would have died? Mm-hmm. And shit like that. See, when you go through shit like that, they tell you to report back to uh, the station because you got to... They, they, they need to know. You need counseling? Because, you know anything can happen
2: um was there ever a time where you you just questioned why you leaving the job was there a certain case he was like you know what? I can't do this anymore I'm done or did you almost quit before
0: yeah this guy shot his wife in his in the stomach with a Mossberg boom split her stomach open. She was pregnant. Baby was still inside of it. And then they arrested the guy and then he was some type of like, he, he was friends of some judge or something like that. And they was treating this motherfucker like he was the victim. Handcuffed him in the front. Not not in the back. but not in the back. Uh. In the front. You know, asked, he asked him, can I put these shoes on instead of these shoes? They went and got the shoes for him and all kinds of shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I watched niggas in the Bronx get their heads split open for nothing. And you said, this man said he did it, called it in. And this was, y'all going to, this is how you treat this man. Mm-hmm. So shit like that, you know, when, when you run into cases like that and you will see like all of the favoritism and all of the good old boy, you'd be like, yeah, what the fuck am I here for?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let me ask you this, uh, mental illness calls. Mm hmm. How did you deal with those? Because now we we also we we all know cops are not mental health technicians. They're not they're not designed for that.
0: I'm, I'm, say, I'm lucky, bro, because my, I have family members. You Ain't gonna catch him, man. Ten dollars. No, I'm going ke- Listen, ten dollars. I only caught two of his homies earlier today. I'm gonna get this motherfucker. <laughs> so he riding for his mans. That's what you get. <laughs> riding for his mans. Take off all that goddamn red. lock <laughs> over here. But um, my like my aunt. And my mother, they worked in that field, so I used to work. I used to do that in the summertime okay. with, the, with 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 minors and, and kids my age. Not minors, but I was young, but younger kids and kids my age. So when we would go out there to those kind of calls, I would not say I was like the best at handling it, but I was very sim- you know, uh, sympathetic for those you know, the people with mental issues, because sometimes, most of the time, those people just want to be heard. Nobody talking to them. It's it's like it's like a man. You crying out for help and nobody listened to you, but you put a 45 in your hand, the whole world going to say, whoa, wait, wait, Sly, let's talk. You know, so when those people sitting there and they they in the middle of the store and they going crazy and they just screaming and hollering, the ones who are verbal, you know, you could I, I, like the first one I went to, I walked up to the guy. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I hate my mother. I was like, yeah, welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> I said, why you hate your mother? She always tried to tell me what to do. I was like, how do you? 16. I said, bro, I'm 25. My mother still thinks she could tell me what to do. He said, What do you do? I said, Man, listen, I just, I just act like I'm listening to her. He said, Yeah, but you're an adult. You have your own stuff. What did you do when you were 16? I said, Yeah, I did what I had to do until I got out of her house. I said, then After that, she couldn't tell me what to do. I was an adult. But my mom's have to live with her forever. You have to? I don't want to. Well, when you're 18. When you're 18, you can move out. What's your name? I told her my name. He said, can I call you? I said, yeah, I just need you to put that knife down. You can call me whenever you want. Just put the knife down. Old boy walked up. He had enough sense to take the blade, put it in his hand, and hand me the knife from the handle. Mm. And then he said, can I walk out with you? So I asked him. I said, "What do you? What's, what's wrong with you? He said, I'm just mad. I said, no, no, no. What's your condition? I have Asperger's. Oh, OK. I said, oh, well, come on. Let's, let's go. I took him, put him in the unit. And his mother was like, he needs to be locked up. I said, all right, cool. No problem. We'll handle that. I said, but, hey, let's just calm down now because I got him calm. We don't want all that smoke. <laughs> you know? So I sat in the unit with him. I was talking with him. And then my shift was over in like 10 minutes. So I got permission from my sergeant. I said, Sarge, look, you know, I don't know if you, you was reading the, the call list, but we had to call this what happened. He was like, yeah, you got the kid? I said, yeah, he's in the car with me. He said, yeah, I got his father on the line. He's, you know. And then the the, the kid heard me, he's like, I want to go to my dad. My dad, I love my dad. Mm. So the mother was like, yeah, take him to his father. So I was like, all right, well, I said, Sarge, your call. You mind driving to his father? I said, sure, no problem. Where does his father live? <sighs> ready for it? Wait, wait, which state did he live in? This is Georgia. Oh, okay, okay. This is Georgia. Uh,
2: wait, wait, wait. Um,
0: let me say, let me guess.
2: Kennesaw. No.
0: Making, <laughs> Macon, Georgia. I said, yeah. Sarge, I said, Sarge, I'm gonna call you. I said, hey, stay right here for a second. Got out, call him a phone. So, I'm gonna drive to Macon, Georgia. He said, yeah, just come by, get whatever money you need, get the kids some food. And you know, he saying, and you can gas up the same way they gas up. The ID will work just the same. <laughs> I said, yeah, but Sarge, we're talking about Macon, Georgia. It's, it's,
1: that's 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 yeah. right
0: there. Yeah, he's like, I'll Pay you triple, all right. No sweat. <laughs> I dropped the making and sitting traffic. So I told him, I say, Hey buddy, it's just me and you. We're going to Macon. You taking me to my dad? Yep. Drove him to Macon, took him to his father, you know. Um, and I'm still on the clock because I had the next what four days off. So I'm mm-hmm. still on the clock. So got him there. The father's very appreciative. The father, he you know, he went in the house with his stepmother, and he was a whole new breed of character when he went with his family, his father. I bet. So the father was talking to me like, yo, we have custody and it's things like this. The reason, well, we split custody, but I wanted, I wanted sole custody because I know like stuff like this happens. He never does this stuff with me because he doesn't want to be with his mother. His mother treats him as if he's retarded and I treat him as if he's a normal, you no, know, nothing's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, well, no problem. And I told him, I said, you need anything before I go? Man, you can stay for dinner. I was like, nah, I got to really get out of here. We have a meatloaf. And everybody who know me know I'm a meatloaf fanatic. <laughs> oh,
2: that's
0: what they got you in. They lured you, you in. With the I went, oh, well, sir, you know what? I got, <laughs> I got to help with some meatloaf. What you got with it? Mashed potatoes and sweet peas. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh sure. No problem. <laughs> so sat down with him, ate dinner, talked with him. Um, just talked with the, the the son. And he was telling me, he's like, "Whoa," I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? He said, I want to be just like my dad. I was like, well, okay, well, what does your father do? I asked, I knew what his father. I said, what does your father do? He said, my father, he runs a, a construction team. So I said, oh, you want to run a construction team? He said, no, I want to be on, a, on on his construction team. I was like, yeah, this fucking kid loves his father. He wow. loves his father. That's dope. Yeah, he don't want to be the boss. He just want to be wherever his daddy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, you know, at the end of that all, at the end of all of that, went home, called um, just the, the sarge, called sarge on the phone, told him what happened. So I said hey, I'm gonna make sure you get that. And I had a moonlighting job. And I was doing private security. Mm-hmm. At the time I was doing security at a at a um at a club. So I had to go home and get ready for that. Wait, at a at a club. I Which did club? that Magic Blue City. No, nah, I did I just create Magic City. Oh, Magic uh, City. Mm-hmm. The strokers. Yeah. Club 112? Um, no, nah, I never No, not
2: 112.
0: They used to get Atlanta police for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I was I was doing security the night when Gucci man chased Jeezy out the club. Oh, shit. Do you, you mind telling us about that? Yeah, Jeezy was in there with like an ass load of fucking dudes. I'm talking about an ass load. They went in there and he was sitting there and, you know, CTE this and CTE that and Snowman this and all that shit. And Gucci man came in a black what's it? What was it a, a Yukon? Maybe a Yukon. Listen you can't whatever. It's black, whatever. Him and like three other people, and they went in the back door. And no, I'm sorry, they went in the front door. And when he went in the front door, all the Jeezy people, including Young Jeezy, hauled ass out that back door. Wow. Yo, Gucci Man was real, the real boogeyman
2: man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh there's,
0: yeah. There's no ifs ands or buts about it. I seen on two different occasions he had Negroes on their tippy toes.
2: Was this before or after the bounty that Jeezy had placed on him after he killed
0: after he killed the dude the first one was before. Okay. The second time when when they heard that Jeezy Gucci Man was coming. Yeah. It was after. And it was like we was doing security at like this this park. And somebody like got on the microphone, DJ was like, yo, just let y'all know because nobody knew fucking young Jeezy was there. Yeah. Because the the uh the DJ booth was like it was at the beginning of the park and Jeezy and them was all at the end. So he was like, Yo, just he said, He said, Yo, let everybody know. Um, Gucci Man and I think OJ said they're gonna come through and bless the party. You saw that whole corner <laughs> clear, <laughs> and they got the fuck out of there. And Gucci Man came with OJ the juice man by himself. Yeah, it, it, now he has a fucking aura that's scary, yeah, yeah. I stood next to him one time, like, like, because I did, I, like I said, I was doing security at that at that first spot. Mm-hmm. So when they brought his car back around, I had to tell him, like, hey, I said, Gucci, hold on for a second. You gotta make sure your car's straight and blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, check that, check that. Fucker. He said, check that motherfucker. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I went and looked inside of it. I opened up. I said, yo, bro, you good? And he walked up to the car, threw me $200. And as I'm looking, remember, I'm not an officer on duty, I'm just a security. Yeah, I'm looking to make sure everything is good and he had a big ass fucking uh three fifty seven on the floor like behind the driver hey uh, you can do what fuck you gonna do i ain't, I don't get paid for that yeah <laughs> that's 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 uh that's that's the cab county problem <laughs> so yeah I knew he was about all of that shit he was talking about like you, you can look at him and tell he's for that shit
2: yeah he he has a condition as well I forgot what his family what his mother said but it's so crazy yeah he uh yeah. He's mm-hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, given the current climate mm-hmm. and the narrative with law enforcement, do you find yourself conflicted?
0: Nah. You see my band out all the time. What do I, I say? I, I, <laughs> yeah, back to blue. Yeah. I'm saying conflicted Negroes is crazy. Somebody need to keep these wild-ass animals in in oh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Um,
2: let me ask. Mental illness. Now, um, do you think there should be mental health counseling techniques taught in law
0: enforcement? I'm gonna tell you the truth, there are. then it's the same way if you go get a job in a mental health field. Carrier tell you, if Carrie's in the room, they teach you as if every situation can be handled. They teach you at best case scenario. At worst case, they tell you, oh, well, we can provide you with skip you know, ways to hold people. And and the person they're teaching you on is not somebody who's physically trying to hurt you. They're just trying to, like, wave their arms and flap their arms and you hold them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, nah, but when you out there, you don't know what medication this person takes. You don't know what caused this person to snap. Okay. And you you come up to a, a scene thinking, like, hey, you know what? I'm a, I'm, I'm going to help this guy out. You're looking at him like a guy need help. You don't know how he's looking at you. You can look like the literal devil to him. Mm-hmm. Jenae said, "Why is he snapping? Oh my God! Why is he out of control? Because we're not in his brain. You don't know what's going on. So, in a lot of those situations, they can train you with the best counselors on planet Earth, and you get out there in the real world, like like hell, like like the academy. They got the fucking guy with the with the cowboy hat on, holding a bag of money with the gun pointing at the ground, mm-hmm. and they come out from behind the wall and stand and look at you. Who the fuck does that? Motherfuckers come from behind, around the corner, dumping at you." They don't teach you this like, how, to, how to handle shit like that. Mm-hmm. So when they come to, you know, the mental training, they could train you all day long, bro. When you out there in that field and you can have the best heart on planet Earth and you can say, you know what? I'm not a fuck up. I'm not here to hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. I just want to make better by everybody. Listen, it's going to be times where every, everything you do, you can hold the little kid who who is self abusive. You can hold him by their wrist. You know, people going to say, Sly, why the hell you had to hold that nine-year-old boy like that? Well, he was beating himself to death, but still, sly look, you hurt his wrist. And you got another thing people have to remember when they're when, when you're a cop, to a lot of these people, you're not a cop, you're a path to a lawsuit. Everybody's looking for a come up. So, the moment you go arrest Pookie and Ray Ray, and you know, and like hell out here, fucking people stealing from the store, they soon got half a million dollars because they said the police arrested them too rough. Even
2: back then, that's interesting. Hmm. Huh. Okay, let me ask you this. Hmm. How did you deal with racist coworkers?
0: They hit it very well. Okay. They hit it very well, man. Like they uh, you could tell who they didn't want to do with black people because of how just how they were. You know, they didn't really want too much to do with you. And you know, when when it was time to go like when it was time where all right this and this might sound retarded. People who were raised racist who who openly admit that they were raised racist. I dealt with the police when I was a cop. Mm -hmm. I never had to deal, I never dealt with racism from them. Because when you, it's like this, if if I feed you beans every day, when you become an adult, you're not going to want beans because you ate it every day as a child. Those people will have racism forced on them so much. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, the is the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Don't you ever trust a goddamn nigga for nothing on planet Earth? Mm-hmm. And then they run into the first black person, and that black person treat them right. Changes the They're whole, like, yeah. yeah, the whole perspective. They're like, oh shit, yeah, oh, they, so they just like us because we got white people who ain't shit too. So, but when you, I've dealt with a female who who wasn't raised like that, but because her boyfriend was, mm-hmm. and she thought they was gonna be together forever, she started to dwell into that. And wind up losing both her kids and all kind of other shit, Also okay. her job and everything behind it. Okay, but for the most part, you knew who was racist, and you knew that they didn't want to do with you because they just wouldn't. They they really wouldn't have nothing to do with you. And when okay. you ran to another black cop, and that black cop said, "Yo, don't trust Super Slot seventy five, motherfucker, racist." Mm-hmm. There was no, hey, can you prove it? You be like, I right, bet, and you took his word for it. Okay.
2: Wow. interesting, interesting. Now, let me ask you this: um, Law enforcement has become militarized. Mm-hmm. Did you see that the the, the the transition back then, or you got out before it took place, or it was taking place?
0: Um, I'm gonna say you saw little bits and pieces of it because you saw a lot of policies and procedures changing, and it was like, well, this doesn't make sense. And I don't want to speak on them because I don't want nobody. You know, allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, we don't know nothing. Allegedly. And um you will wonder like how is this policy good for us? Because there will be people in suit and ties coming and change our policy. Then <laughs> when we ask where they come from, oh, they're from a, a different branch. A branch of what? Uh law enforcement. Okay, so now all right, everybody, you, you don't wear this bulletproof vest anymore. Wear this bulletproof vest. Okay, why? Oh, because this is the one that we choose to go with. Then when I go show a Snellville cop, hey, um, look, hey, y'all ever seen the bulletproof vest? Hell no. What is that? They look at it. Oh, that's what the military uses. Hmm. Okay, so then we order our pants and our pants come from different places. Mm-hmm. I've seen like, small steps into it and policy procedure and the way they used to have us present us before the actual all right, 've done a little uh, we've done enough of a little bit let's do a, a little bit of a lot
2: uh-huh
0: yeah I was going by then
2: wow okay um now give me give me your mindset when you take a call now certain calls obviously elicit certain reactions mm-hmm. or was it every call
0: that the adrenaline's pumping you know nah, no never know it depends. like uh, Alright, this when you work the night shift, this is the this is the fucking normal call. Uh I'm not gonna say my badge number. Uh badge number one two three four. Uh one two three four, go ahead. Yeah, we have a complaint from a lady at at a residence saying her neighbor's dog is barking too loud. <laughs> God. Okay, send a call. Then you go over there and knock at the door. Who the fuck is it? <sighs> blah 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 police department. What fucking time you got here? Get over there. My goddamn neighbor's dog is complaining. It's barking so goddamn much I can't sleep. Okay, which neighbor? That one right there. Okay, I'll go talk to him. And you better cuz I know judge blah blah blah. Everybody knows knows judge blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the neighbor's house and knock at the door. Who the fuck is it? Jesus Christ. Blah, blah, blah. Police Department. Well, I was waiting for you. And open the door. Uh, Yeah. Hey, how you doing tonight? My um, name is Officer True Teller 410. I'm with blah, blah, blah. Police Department. Got to complain about your dog barking. Anyway, you can take the dog in the house. This is my goddamn property. I do what the fuck I want. Slam. Okay, huh? Uh, uh, badge number one, two, three, four to, to dispatch. Go ahead, one, two, three, four. Can you please have a sheriff en route, please? One of those, huh? Yes, all right. Sheriff, come knock at the door. I told you this is my guy. Open the door. Sheriff is standing there. Wait, wait, I don't want any goddamn problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you what's going on. Wait, let me tell you what's going on. Now, they well, want to talk. before you get in. A, 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 can you
2: enlighten the people the difference between why the, the sheriff would get uh, a reaction versus
0: county or city cops? Oh, because county and city cops don't really have as much power as a, as a sheriff. Okay. And people know that. They they know that. They know it. They know it. They know it. Right, if I had to get a search warrant in the middle of the night, I would have to go through all the hells and backs of getting a search warrant. Mm-hmm. A sheriff can make one call and be, be allowed to turn your whole house upside down and shake into the back of a truck it's just like that cuz cuz the sheriff the sheriff is the highest ranking there that's right with a sheriff deputy he outranks damn near everybody in the police department well for those that don't know they can arrest public officials which is yes. why they yes so anytime you see the the uh the congressman down at the courthouse and come out of handcuffs he's yeah. always followed by a sheriff
2: yeah that's right that's right he's
0: never followed by a police officer he's followed by a sheriff's deputy well, who sees more action sheriffs really I'm gonna say and and where I worked at it was the sheriff's yep what was what, because they were what? always involved in the the search warrants okay. they were always involved in uh the the hey we think this hot they hiding 50 little girls at this house okay Hey, we got 20 sheriffs on the way. Fuck, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, that down here at this place where they stealing cars and peddling drugs, you know, we're going we gonna to go raid the place at 1 o'clock in the morning. All right, yeah, babe. All right, what do you want us to do as county cops? Yeah, secure the area for the sheriffs to go in. Mm. Motherfucker. They okay. always thought the of action. Like, we, we, our action was something that happened spontaneously. Like somebody got shot in an argument. Mm-hmm. But all of that setup shit, it's always them. Oh, okay. Always them. They go into a house and see motherfucker growing. The whole basement is covered in weed plants. You know, dead bodies in the in the in the, in the, in the trunk of the car. All that was always the sheriff. Just, that whole Brianna Taylor thing—if that was in the county I worked in—it would have been all the sheriff. It, it's very rare. We'd have just been holding the block down. Right. That's it. Or transporting a fucking criminal. So.
2: It's safe to say that your mindset for every call was de-escalation. Every single one. Was that every taught, or that's just something you said? You know, that's probably the best, the best measure. way to do it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Because I seen, I used to work with people who would get out their cars, and they would. Uh, another thing about sheriffs: if we chasing somebody from county to county, we had to get permission across the county line. That's right. That's A right. A sheriff could chase you from state to state. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> And they won't get in trouble if I cross that county line and arrest you outside of that county line. They could throw; they have to throw away all the charges because I I I I um I disobey a direct order. That's why they tell you, you know, no matter what's going on, don't cross that line.
2: Well, let me ask you this: if the crime commenced in the county mm-hmm. and then the chase, by the time you got up to got, got up to him, is outside of county lines, is it, is it still your jurisdiction? You can still arrest, him, right? I'm done. Nah. So. High speed chase. I can shoot three, four, five people in the county. Speed if you don't get across
0: that county line, wow, yeah, yep, you get in trouble. Like, there's, there's no cowboy in there, there's no wild wild west and shit like that going on. You got to get permission. They have you have to hear dispatch say that because it's all recorded that you have permission to continue the pursuit. Okay. Yep. Okay, okay.
2: Wow, we're, learning, we're all learning something today. Awesome. Okay, let me ask you this. Tactics use because you know a lot of times cops get uh, accused of using tactics mm-hmm. that lead to deception to get collars.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is that you agree? Disagree? Did you see a, little, a lot of that? Was that a, uh, was that a,
0: a standard practice or no? I've seen, I seen a cop bust a bustin motherfucker upside the head because he was high on drugs. You sprite to clean off the blood sprite on his body on his head to clean off the blood and take him to jail i've seen people use tactics that no no officer should use in certain situations like situations that didn't require that much uh uh, physical restraint Mm -hmm. or any act of violence Mm -hmm. and they use it because depending on the person like you're not gonna kick the lawyer's door in you know why while, while you're arresting him, you're not gonna drag him out the car and beat his ass. He's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, he he will own piece of the county before it's all said and done. But old Enrique over there, who's hot who's drunk from drinking beer all night, and he ain't got a license to his name. You might take him and slam him up on the ground. Not me, because I don't believe in doing those crazy shit like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they'll take him, slam him on the ground, slam his head on the car. You know, they do all kind of crazy shit before. Cameras was was thrown into the situation. And um and who, who nobody gonna bat an eye at it because who give a fuck about their legal with no driver's license?
2: Well, let me ask you this. On that point, mm-hmm. did you ever feel uh, uh conflicted or feel bad because you didn't say, Hey man, that
0: was a little excessive? What are you doing? Well, oh, I cursed our officers in the field for doing stupid shit. Yeah, I've cursed them out. It was a couple of times I took the person that they was trying to arrest, and I took them back. Because this is one thing, and this is this is one. And people used to be like, "You can't be like that, officer truth teller. You showing the weakness." Look, so I, if I pull you over, and your license is suspended, you have a warrant for your arrest, and you in the white, you in a car with the old lady and babies. I'm not and I'm not looking to, to throw cuffs on you in front of your kids. What you did is what you did. You gotta go to jail. There was times I would look in and say, Hey, how you doing, kids? And yada yada yada. Look at the wife and wink like, Yo, I need to go along with the story and tell the kids, like, hey, you know, I'm i I'm a friend of your dad's, and I really need his help, so you he have to go with me. Because I don't want I don't want to leave those kids shell shot. And people would get on me, don't do that, you know, blah 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 blah. Listen, they four, five, six years old. What the fuck you with me to do put their father in, front, in handcuffs in front of them mm-hmm. and they watch me and, and with his fucking head down. And they watch me take him away. Mm-hmm. No, I should take, I, I took people to the back of the car. Said, look, I'm, I'm a handcuff you, but just stand face in the front. Like just don't turn around. And then if the old lady could drive, make sure she good. And they say, look, man, I'm just go just and take the kids away. Hey, I'm, hey, I need your, your father's help on a special project. So I'm going to take him with me. When he's, when is he coming back? I don't know, but it's a big project and, you know, I'm going to make sure that I, I really need his help. Yeah, they would call up down to the station and thank me for doing stuff like that. because I don't have I don't want to embarrass you in front of your kids because, you know, you are your own. You are your children's hero. Mm-hmm. So what you decide to do with them in front of them has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to paint you as a, 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 a animal or a savage. But they used to tell me, yo, you can't do it like that. That's wrong. If he's arrested, he's arrested. Like, yo, really? Cut it out. No, you know, it's he he's going to jail. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell the man, like, look, bro, I don't want no problems. Just don't fight me in front of your your kids. Look, you know what you did. Just go down there, go stand in front of the judge, get your shit thrown out, or handle your business. Mm -hmm. You know, and then when you I haven't told him when you go back home, come look for me here. Here go my card. I'll go back with you to your house. And tell your kids, "Hey, thanks for letting your dad come with me for that special project." Here he go. Because I don't want them to see me as a fucking liar later on in life.
2: Okay, so if if there's one case that um, I know I know we spoke a while ago that you said it, there's a couple cases that kind of bother you. Um, is there one case that hands down is like? you know this pretty much is the worst of the worst of my experiences as as, as law enforcement
0: Hmm. Well hmm. yeah i mean uh yeah they're gonna be rolling their eyes at me no problem but <laughs>
2: You arrested my daddy, for some damn special project.
0: It is what it is, right? <laughs> even when, you're 16, even when you're 16, I don't give a fuck. Um, elaborate like, what do you mean? Like, like, well, because you know, this
2: I, I got family that's and they always there's always that one case that you know would pretty much wreck their whole outlook as far as them being. Um, law enforcement or just their their outlook on humanity per se. It would just did, did, is there a case that made you just look at humans as like, you know what? Burn it all.
0: Burn it all, burn it all. Yeah. The day this kid, he, he was his father was somebody important in the county. Not a kid, he's a grown ass man. He raped a girl, a minor, under the age of thirteen. And we went and arrested him. So you know when when we when you could just be the person who put him in handcuffs and take him away. That's it. Or you can be called to say, "Hey, Super slot 75, I need you to transport this this guy to blah blah blah." And that's all you did. Come time for court, Super slot 75 has to appear because he was involved in that case. But they'll say, "Well, who 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 transported you to the to the prison to the jail?" Super slot 75 did. Sla, can we talk to you? Uh, uh, Sla, approach the bench. Hey, are you familiar with the case? Yes. Or if we swear. We we if you're sworn to your testimony, will you be able to give us a, a, a an acute a accurate recollection of what happened? Yeah. Okay. And then you you have to you know testify. So he raped this girl under the age of thirteen. Raped her like penetrated her vagina with his penis. Um. So what was a uh, court time came, and the, the his lawyer pled that. He, be, no. He, he be granted, um, permission to seek counseling instead of being put in jail. And after two weeks of this shit, they, 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 um, they, uh, what they said, they, they, basically had to do mandatory counseling, bro. A year wow. worth of mandatory counseling for penetrating a girl under the age of thirteen. Wow. And I said, this is what the fuck the world has come to. This is what the world has come to. You hear her story. He he grabbed her. I don't know where I forgot what part of like Sugarloaf Manor it was in, but everybody knows Sugarloaf Manor is where the rich people live. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he grabbed her, took her behind something, ripped off her pant, her her her, her uh, stockings, her panties, pulled her dress up, and shoved his penis in her rape kit everything they found his semen and hunt everything and all he had to get was counseling but you lock michael you lock michael vick up for dogs yeah for dogs i knew right that said that's it here we go another one to add to the fucking bunch yeah another one to add to the bunch humanity ain't fair
2: all right all right i'm gonna wrap this up real quick
0: um if you a take a, time, man. I, ain't, I ain't doing nothing.
2: <laughs> if you had stayed on the force, mm-hmm. do you think you'd have succumbed to corruption at some point? Or not corruption, but you know, just like, you know what? know?
0: Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't have stayed. Okay. Because I've seen people do it. I've seen people pull over people when they found out they was a legal immigrant. They was a legal alien. You know, and they they didn't have a driver's license. They told them, "Oh, your fine is, you know, three hundred dollars. That's going to be your fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you give it to me now. You don't have to go to court." And these people don't know no no different. They all right, no problem. They just don't want to go to jail. They want to go home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you taking you taking money from people, even though this person should you you know you should lock him up, and he should be de- deported back out the country. He's an illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. But don't do wrong in the midst of his wrong. No misanthropic one, man. Oh. Misanthropic one, please tell us. What's that word I always ask you? Uh, when you find joy and pleasure in someone else's pain and, and misery, please tell us that word. What, sadist? <laughs> sh- Schadenfreude or Freud and or something like that? But yeah, I'm, like I guess I'm one of those people. But yeah, I I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't have thugged it out. I wouldn't have thugged it out. Because You think that, what 10 year run? You would have gave it a 10-year run? If that if that there you go. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna get that shit tattooed on my body. I'm a firm believer in that. Oh my god. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer. And you know, a lot of people don't know this. I said it before, but everybody don't know. Misanthropic one was the first person from YouTube I've ever spoke to. Yep. I, I remember it was a Saturday night. I was living in South Carolina. It was pouring rain. And he told me he, you know, he fucked, he rocked with my videos. So I sent him my information. He called me. We spoke for about probably half an hour on the mm. phone. Yeah, he was the very first person from YouTube I ever had a conversation with over the phone. Okay. Yeah, but like I said, me. Yo, give it up, slot man. Right. Oh. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Super Slot seventy five Show. Free train that fly.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, He ain't bothering you. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: you're right, it's you're my right. problem. Right, right, <laughs> you're right, man. Get your life right. He wouldn't oh, be, would be flying. For, give him a show. You know but what? Yeah, uh, I I wouldn't have thugged it out, bro. I wouldn't have thugged it out. Okay. Now nah. nah, you see. You see so much shit that you don't agree with. And then on top of that, you got to be judged by the character of other people's content. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those men, they used to beat their fucking wives, uh, you know, abuse them, mistreat them. And then here you go walking that the street, some type of fucking moral, conscious, dignity, and pride. And they looking mm-hmm. at you like, oh, you work with that motherfucker? You just as worse as him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they be like, hey, we all the guys are getting together to go uh, tonight to go out to the bar. You want to go? Sure. I don't. I never drink in my life. But then when you do go, um when you do go, it's like, like hey where's everybody wives at that's those jobs coming out here with your wives and all this shit
2: mm-hmm. well well let me let me
0: ask you that about
2: um okay, you know the stresses of that job mm-hmm. it's one of the jobs that lead the highest divorce rates, highest abuse rates mm-hmm. um what could be done to curb that or is it just the job is just that st- stressful that the average person, wife or husband, whoever wouldn't understand what they see and, and and during these cases, these calls and stuff like that. Is that something that could be helped at all or no?
0: I'm gonna be I'm all right, this is solely my opinion, not the opinion of super slot seventy five. A lot of those people they use the stresses of that job as a scapegoat to do dumb shit. Okay. They'll they'll go home and knock their fucking old lady teeth out of her mouth. And then say, you know, I just see so much going on, and you know, blah blah blah, and I don't know how to handle it, honey. I don't, I don't want to do this, you know. And they'll, they'll go through the hells of counseling and everything, just to get away with the dumb shit they want to do. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, people they, when when you know you ain't shit, and you like you, you just slick as a motherfucker. You use any and every excuse that you could possibly use for any and everything to get away with any and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They'll do. They'll do that. So
2: it's safe for me to assume that the majority of these men that do this, are looking for an es- scapegoat or a way out, just to, to yeah. excuse bad behavior.
0: Yeah, like, like, oh, honey, I got to work tonight. They got this on a special case, and we have to be there all night long. No. You just want to go sleep with your fucking girlfriend and spend the night at her house because now she's talking about, damn, we've been together for three months. You ain't spent a night yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, one of those. And they just don't just be honest. Like, oh, you know, this is what it is. You know, I don't believe if you're look if going to be that like that. And it's like all oh, junkies and younger. Nuts, need, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So if you if you need if, you know, if you you're going to live like that, just live like that. Mm-hmm but that's why me personally i believe you should this is just me i don't think you should go have a wife and kid and then become a cop ever or until you're done i mean if your wife leave you with the kid then become a cop gotcha. but i don't think you should take on all that responsibility of a wife and a kid and then go into the, the, you know, the devil's playground and think that you're gonna keep your same morals and nah remember tupac said it's hard to be a saint we surrounded by all these sinners, yeah. and people expect for you to stay a saint mm-hmm. it's human it's, it's damn near impossible yeah it's like that think you let think about this law you got a newborn baby you just been married for a year and you come around niggas like me and nick and we ain't shit <laughs> you think we gonna sit there motivate you to, <laughs> to stay on that fucking path hell no Hey, hey, y'all, my wife is at home with the baby, so you know, I'm gonna, see, I'm gonna hang out with y'all for a couple hours. I bet we got these bitches over here, you know. Oh, well, I'm not into that. Well, if you're gonna hang out with us, you better be <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you just what we snore, a coke, we drink, and we fuck these prostitutes. What you doing? Then if you don't do it, you know, we're gonna go back to everybody. Don't trust slot, that motherfucker is on some shit. Mm-hmm. And then if everybody doing it, they're gonna look at you like, yo, get the fuck out of here. So when you come in in the morning, hey, good morning, guys, yeah, whatever, whatever. Um,
2: did you ever find yourself picking up bad habits from coworkers such as like maybe if you've ever racially profiled somebody because you've been around
0: a certain individual for too long that they use those type of tactics or no? All right, man, none, 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 of, like no, no bad habit like that. But I did pick up one bad habit. I had to hurt and get myself out of it. I found myself just because I had my, my, my uniform on, I found myself staring people down more because before the uniform, I would look at people like, what the fuck you looking at? But with that uniform on, I was like, yo, what the fuck are you really looking at? And then I I, I found myself like trying to intimidate people for no reason. Like I would walk indoors and people would hold open for me. I wouldn't say thank you. You know, people would say good morning. And I'll look at them like, yeah, you know, it's a fucking good morning because I'm in the building. You know, like like the sun is up because I open my eyes. That kind of shit, and I had to hurry to get myself out of that. Okay, how many years in when you got to that point? Probably like my first first year.
2: Dang, bro! Yeah, <laughs> it didn't take long, did it? Yeah, nah, nah. Because
0: <laughs> you know when you see people do that, when you see people walk in a fucking room and everybody just like the like the, the red sea parts for them. It's an instant reaction, regardless. So yeah, yeah. So when I walk in the room. Oh, oh! worse than this, I I used to go to a quick trip gas station. And, you know, there, you know, you go up and pay for your coffee. They say, oh, have a great one. And they let you go. Yeah. Yeah. Being mean just to be mean, Carrie, I ain't shit. And and look who I hang out with now. Look at the company I keep. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I ain't never going to get into heaven. But um, it got to a point I used to go on quick trip and get what I was going to get. And don't even go to the counter. To gift so they can give me the courtesy. I would just walk out the door. Damn. Yeah, and and how I caught myself was this old lady, I did that, and she said, you forgot to pay for that coffee. And I turned around like, who the fuck are you talking to? But I, I'm not stupid. I got enough respect to know the elders. Mm-hmm. So I turned around, I looked at her, and I said, oh, ma'am, they give it to me for free. And she said, she didn't tell you you can have it for free. And I was like, oh, shit, she right. That old lady checked me. Now, if she'd like slap me across my face or something, I would have took the L because for one, she's, a, she, you know, she's an elder. Mm-hmm. And for two, she was she, she G-checked me on the spot in front of people. Okay. I, I went back and I told lady, ma'am, I said, forgive me. I, I'm just so used to us not paying for stuff in here that I just walked right out the door. I said, I'll never do it again. So she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I said, well, I don't care whoever does it. I'm not going to be the one to do it because this is still your, your means of business. I don't want to come in here and disrespect you and, and at your place of business did she say well i don't own the place they just told us that cops you know they get this for free and that for free yeah but understand when you're in here you demand you you deserve the same respect as the owner so i apologize and i never did it again so it, that that moment to snapped you out of it get yeah, out lady like she like she checked me in front of her asshole of people damn and like i said that's like that's like your grandmother coming to you and slapping you across the face like what you gonna do to her
2: I respect what she did. But if that were any other cop,
0: oh yeah, they would have they would have like, shut the fuck up lady just, like disregarded her. But, you know, like I said, I respect my elders. Yeah. They're probably like 80 something years old. What the fuck am I going to I couldn't even think to open my mouth to curse her out if I wanted to curse her hey, out. Hey. So, I had to humble myself like, ma'am. I even apologized to the old lady. I said, "Ma'am, please forgive me. I apologize." <laughs> now, nah, you know, what she was a, a respectful old lady, you know, she, you know, you know you have like picture of the old Southern l- lady, you know, with, the dress on and she yeah. had, you know, I, I, I humbled myself. I was like, fuck, I'm looking like a fool out here in front of this elder right here. I don't know her from a hole in the wall, mm-hmm. but obviously she must've did something long enough to stay alive this long. Yeah. And, and she must've cared enough to stop me, to tell me I shouldn't be acting like I own the fucking place. Because she could just look at me and be like, you know what? That nigga, he'll die. Fuck him. But something in her heart had her stop me. So I, I, I said, you know what? Out of my respect for her and me being, you know, knowing that I know better than that, I'm going to get my shit together. So I, I stopped. I you know, I, I apologize to the old lady. I appreciate that. I apologize to the old lady. I went inside and I said, look, the lady outside, you know, blah, 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 brought this to my attention, ma'am. am I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not that kind of person. And then I also stopped that shit right then and there too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it because trust me, my own mama couldn't tell me nothing after time. But when the, when the elders speak to me, I I tend to listen. I I do tend to listen. I listen ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. So once I stopped that, I stopped all of that walking in doors and stuff, and people holding door for me, and I'm like, yo, yo, as you should, kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. Like yo, you know, I'm. It's me, God, and Jesus, and the rest of you motherfuckers fall in line with you know wherever you want. (laughs) I had to get rid of that shit fast. Do you miss it? You know, the one thing I do miss about being an officer, I do miss the. the I do miss. I got. I like teams. I like. I love working in team settings because you can get a lot done in a team setting. (laughs) Sometimes compared to. You know, you you out there individually. Even though you're in the, you're in that unit by yourself, mm-hmm. it's dope to know whatever city you're in, you're in Duluth, you're in Lawrenceville, you're in Norcross, wherever you're at, mm-hmm. you got two sets of people, fucking three sets of people, who will be there if you just press that red button on your radio. The sheriff, the city cop, and the county cop. I like that. I like I like the the I like structure too. I always like the structure of the police department. Like, I like, you know, never having to figure out what the fuck I'm going to wear to work because I knew what I was going to wear to work. <laughs> yeah. OK, yeah. so if you could go back, would you go back? Nah. And why not? Because I'm a black man. You know what? My own people would disrespect me. I would, I would be busy fighting my own people all fucking day long. I wouldn't go back.
2: So that would have drove you out quicker than anything else?
0: Yeah, because it, it, it's, it's, it's a damn shame to know me as a black man. I'm trying to help out black people. And they're looking at me like I'm the fucking enemy. Oh, you work for the fucking police? Fucking sellout? Okay, well, I'm a sellout, no problem. Yeah, so I, I called you any fucking way because somebody stole my car. But I'm a sellout, though. I'm a sellout, but you still need my help.
2: Okay, so do you suggest if... Black folk have this this many problems with law enforcement. Do you suggest that black folk do what the Irish did? Enroll
0: they, in mass. They will never be able to do that, bro. An example came up of how that shit will never, ever, 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 ever be able to be done by black people. Remember this time when the little girls went missing, allegedly went missing, and then they went and burned the fucking house down?
2: That's right.
0: And then the truth came out? That's right. And and the fucking man now he went out the house and these motherfuckers is sitting there looking crazy and then they get mad at him because he pressed charges. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. We would never be able to have none. That we, we need people, and not we need, but just damn near, yeah, We need people to give us our structure. Because we try to give ourselves structure, we fuck up. Agree. We don't have the we don't have the the the, the we don't have the discipline to, to select the leader. You tell a hundred black people, all right, we're going to make you this organization. Who's your leader? you bound to see a fucking fist fight somebody die. Because the first thing you're going to say is, ain't nobody going to fucking leave me, nigga. And then all hell going to break loose. I can go outside right now to any black community and say, well, quote unquote, black community and say, hey, look, I want to help all y'all get straight. So for now on, I'm going to be your leader. I'm guaranteed to get shot at. And I can have a full A a, a foolproof plan that's not going to fail. It's going to work proven time after time. But the moment I say I'm going to be your leader, my fuckers try to kill me. But if the white man come and say, hey, look, I'm going to help you all all get out the situation. Y'all all all come over here. I'm going to lead y'all into salvation. You know what they'll do? They'll fall in line front and center. And this is not racism. This is nothing to be racist. I'm not racist at all. None of that shit. I'm just stating fact. This is why you see black people fighting outside and, and and a white person can get them to stop fighting faster than I can. And I could be kicking a shit like, yo, you shouldn't beat on that black that black woman, black man. You know, back in Africa, nigga, fuck you in Africa. And I'm being chased down the street. Niggas trying to tear my head off. But a white man could come up, y'all shouldn't be, don't, don't fight her, dude. Don't fight her, don't do that. He'll get up and explain himself, I know I shouldn't be doing that, man. Let me just tell you what's going on. And he'll try to kill me, running down the fucking... <laughs> he said, don't do that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's not <laughs> what it is, man. Oh, so, people think gentrification <laughs> is destroying communities. Look, only reason only people who have problems with gentrification is the people who want to carry on with the fucking nonsense. Gotcha.
2: I got a question for you. Do you feel that there are more bad cops in situations than good ones? Nah, nah,
0: no, there's more good cops. There's okay. good cops. It's just that when, when one does wrong. And, and you know, and, I, and I'm surprised that black people have that 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 mind frame, because we're the first people to say, "Don't judge me by what everybody, else, all these niggas do." We're the first ones to say that. But then one cop will go out there and throw a fucking black kid off a bridge, and we want to shut down the whole fucking police department. You know, we want the chief of police head on the fucking stick, and we want everybody to lose their job and defund the fucking police department. See, that's that that's our mind frame, you know. Hey, you have cancer. We're at in your arm. All right. Well, let's just kill them. No, that's not going to get. Listen, you you want to get rid of all the good with the bad. Now, sometimes there's situations where you have to say, "Look, kill them or Let God sort them out." Mm-hmm. I understand that, but not every situation requires you to put everybody in the same bunch. Especially when you come from a bunch of people who say they don't want to be judged because Pookie and Ray Ray wear their pants hanging off their ass. Or oh, Lemikwish and Lamaniqua, the citrus twins, got 95 fucking kids between the both of them.
2: Okay. Now, let me ask you to those that say, well, the, the good cops don't they don't they're they're silent, they don't say anything. Um, you're familiar with the Frank Serpico?
0: Mm, educate me.
2: Okay, Frank Serpico, New York cop that exposed corruption. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they basically they try to You know, they wouldn't come to his aid when he needed help and basically try to, you know, get him, get him killed. Whatever. Yeah. Why are there not more Frank Serpicos or is the cop corruption not that widespread Mm -hmm. to where you need Frank Serpicos?
0: When there's a police department that has that's heavily corrupted. Nine times out of ten, the corruption is from the higher ups. So when you have people who are good cops who want to blow whistles, you you really have to think like, damn, is this worth it? And not because you don't care about what's going on within the corruption, but because now these people know your address, these people know where your mother's staying, know where your father's staying, know where your father worked, they know where your kids go to school, and you're dealing with people who are savages, whether they black, white, Asian, whatever. Before they go down, they'll make sure you feel it. Yeah, I'll go do this 20 years in jail, but I'm going to destroy your whole life. So it's not worth it. A lot of times it's just easier to just step away and just say, you know what? It's like you living in a bad community. Mm-hmm. You ever been in one of those situations where you go outside and try to change the fucking situation and motherfuckers curse you? I tell you, shut the fuck up. Get yeah. out of here. Cool. All yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. And you like, you know what? It's just easier for me to pack my shit and go. Y'all gonna, you know, y'all, y'all here, Look, look, the lunatics running, running the asylum. I'm out. Yeah, the door's open. It's sometimes it's better for you to get your shit and go. And then people, they get, they, they don't understand that until they put in that situation. Like the good old boy system. I can never change the good old boy system. So I know if I would have went and be like, yo, I want to become a detective, and they not letting me do this because I'm a fucking black man. I know damn good and wild have been fired within the first year after I made that statement. <laughs> And they would have got me on some like some shit where I could never ever get a good job ever again.
2: Okay, before I let you go, mm. can you bless us with one more industry story during your uh, security days at the strip
0: joint? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. All right. which, which, which one you want? You want a? Uh, I, I want. I give you a Magic City story so there was a popular r&b group out at the time very popular are we they, protecting names yeah i don't want us to get sued we don't have no money to be getting sued
2: wait we did that's the last statute of limitations they
0: don't no nah, i'm sure. my still going on see i don't oh, know oh okay, okay I go don't know, they still got shit going on you know they could be suing <laughs> each other right now for all i know <laughs> <where> shit. <laughs> but um there was two uh brothers in this r&b group um uh, twin brothers. I know who you' are talking about. But go ahead. So they were in the strip club, and you know, they were throwing, they were throwing money. Throwing, they was, they, they was, they was getting it. So while they was in there getting it, Big Meech walked in there, and he came in there with these rolling bags, and it all was full of ones, bro. Every single one was full of ones. Every single one it was like ten of them. Magic City floor looked like it was made of money. That's how much money was all over the place. I'ma keep it a bug with you, my nigga. I ain't shit. How much you take? Bro, I was taking handfuls of money at a time, putting that shit in my pants. I tucked my fucking pants into my my, my boot. Oh, so, and I walked out that shit. Heaven knows I had at least. Cause I kept going back to my car, so I drove my personal car, and I kept just throwing that shit in the in the uh in the like like opening the door and throwing that shit in the floor on the passenger side, yo. <laughs> so so, bro, I promise you, by the, when I walked out of there, I must have had at least like, and ones. This is no exaggeration. And ones, well over three thousand dollars. They was throwing money like there was no tomorrow, bro. And it was so popping. Nobody paying attention to nobody. So I'm standing by the bar. The bartender, he looking. They just throwing money up in the air. And as it's hitting the floor, I'm taking my boot, scraping this shit over to me, picking it up, putting it in my, yo. It was just that much money. I swear to you. I, and I got paid. I think I did. I, I was working there for like three hours that night. I got paid like $900 no, 1100 but I had over 3,000 and ones,
2: bro. That's hilarious. Yeah,
0: yeah, but so the twins was in there, and Big Meech and them, they came in there and they were sitting there talking to the twins. So I guess one of them dudes, some 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 hood dudes went and they didn't appreciate the twins in there because you know, this ain't no homo, they're good looking dudes, mm-hmm. you know, and they could fucking sing, so they punching their own ticket. Mm-hmm. So they went and you know, the girls was all over them, the hood dudes ain't like it, and 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 them was like, yo, y'all want yo, no, we'll handle this. So I'm like, oh shit, because I I'm I'm no punk, but I know what Big Meach is capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh fuck. Now if I go grab Big Meach and tell him don't do this shit, I know what's gonna happen to me. (laughs) The twins was like, now we got this. Took three, just them two, took three Negroes outside and commenced to beat in their ass. As if it was a job. Mm. I'm talking about, it wasn't like no, no, they, like these three niggas getting the best of them. Them three niggas was trying to run and they kept pulling the niggas back, beating their asses. One of dudes was crying for help. Let me go, please. help let me go. Two RB singers beat the hell out of three hood ass niggas. The next week in that same fucking club, who was down there of all people? Cameron. <laughs> back home, baby. You back home. <laughs> hey, Cameron came in there. He pulled up in this fucking, uh, it was a white Range Rover. It was him, Freaky Zeke, and some other dudes. Yo, Cam went in there. You know, they made it rain a little bit. Nobody at the time can make it rain like Big Meech. Hands down. This is, this is, and you guys, anybody who live in Atlanta, mm-hmm. they, they, they had so much money in the fucking nightclub. They, used to, I mean, the strip clubs. they used to have to sweep the shit up with a big broom mm-hmm. because it's just that much fucking money. Like, no stripper walked out of that place unhappy. They right. can all, they could take all the money and split it up, and they still was making more than they made individually. Mm-hmm. So, Cameron went in there and he was, um, you know the whole club. Oh shit, Cam in there, Cam in there. You know he had pink on, and you know all the shit, and and Freaky Z he walked in there loud and fucking, you know, all, all obnoxious and shit the way he do. Cam walked in there, sat down. He looked around, whispered something to the guy. The guy came over the, you no, know, the guy went over to the the, 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 the went in the back. Cameron walked out, got in the, in the in the um in his in his in his range. Three fucking strips. He give it up, man. Give it up, man. You look crazy out here. I should record you doing this shit. <laughs> you look crazy. <laughs> so, <sighs> so so, Cam went, got back in the range and this guy came out with three fucking strippers and they got in the range with him and they just drove off. Mm. Dudes came from out the club. Yo, we gonna kill that nigga. Jumped in like a Buick or something like that and chased them niggas down through Atlanta. Cause you know, and, and and they didn't get far because they got arrested because right across the street from Magic City was a Greyhound bus station. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still there. But when the police saw these niggas pull off and say that, they immediately jumped out on them. So I asked the, the owner, I was like, yo, what happened? He's like, Oh, every time Cameron comes, he just gets the best three strippers and he takes them back and he he buys them for the night. I that's said, Shit. That's how you do it. Shit. I was there the night when um one of your favorite uh uh music producers. Was choked off the ground by his neck, lifted up off the ground by his neck, and was almost choked unconscious. Who was that? Okay, don't worry about it. Okay, give me a hint. I give you a hint. Okay. Okay. Anytime you've seen little kids rapping, he was right fucking there. Oh, Jermaine Dupree. I don't know nothing. Okay. I don't know nothing. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. know. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this one final question. Yeah, ask me wherever you want, bro.
2: How do you, how did you feel about BMF? Because obviously you're on the the fight of the opposite side, and you're seeing the the effects and the devastation of it on Ground Zero, and yet they're celebrated and lauded and put on pedestals even to this day.
0: Bro, I I I mean, me being from New York, I didn't understand the somebody called you the Karate Kid. I know you saw it too. I saw you looking. Yeah, you saw it. A so lot of looking like the fucking Karate Kid. Exactly. He was the demoted for Mr. Miyagi. Right. So, you know, me being from New York, I didn't understand the severity of what, what all he did. I just know about, like I said, when I first saw him, I was like, whoever this motherfucker is, he must have enough drugs in the world to throw all this money out because he's yeah. stole money. And then come to find out, he his shit stepped on. Look at that shit. Look at that. Look at that.
2: Man, keep fucking with... Uh,
0: no, that not, not like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gonna be in your ear, your eyes, and your nose right before the night is out. And you're gonna go to sleep with that shit right in there with you. But um, I didn't understand. Like, I was like, all right, well, he I know he's a drug dealer, never seen this guy day in my life. You know, I don't know nobody who has that kind of money just to be throwing it away like that in ones all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Then you know, come to find out he was a drug dealer and you know his shit was so highly stepped on, he could sell it for dirt fucking cheap. But it was so it was good enough the way you bought it and you can do something with it. So, um, so, you know, it's the what the fuck? exactly, yeah, what the fuck <laughs> but you know, as all, as, as anybody else who sell drugs, look what he did, his, his, his fortune and fame came off the backs of destroying his own fucking people. And what do we do? And I'm not saying me and you, but we, as, in general, what do we do? We worship with the drug dealing. He come through with free turkeys, you know, Look a Darwin's athlete. Those are those are the, our heroes—the athlete, the drug dealer, and the rapper. Those yeah. is, those are our fucking heroes, and if you have them all of them in one. You got it. You know, rappers rapping about selling drugs and drug dealers whenever want to become rappers. You know, yeah. So it, it's and that's how it is. That's why you see. You know, a lot of these rappers probably never. You, you know, you put a brick of cocaine in their face, motherfuckers, and turn into bitches. I don't touch that. Get that shit away yeah. from me. But all their music said they selling coke off the iPhone, by the tons, boatloads. You know, so. I I mean, to those people, they saw him as as something more than what he was, because when you don't have nothing, somebody come through and give you something. You're looking at him like, you know, he's God almighty just because he gave you a a free turkey. He might have handed out some bikes or some book bags or something. Y'all. Oh, my God. See, we need more people like him. But nobody really looking at it from the big picture. Where's he getting his money from? He didn't fucking, you know, he didn't play the stock market. He didn't, you know, no, no, no oil refineries. He's selling you, Negroes, drugs.
2: I remember sure. the billboards down there when I when I used to live down there. I, I think remember that um, big black one. I just said BMF. Yeah, the BMF. Yeah. I remember the night the the night that Wolf got killed. I think them niggas was put on God status. Yeah, so they were they were God tier, and
0: it was like, oh wow, they just killed one of Puffy's, you know, goons. Problem. I remember uh, the social so death billboard. I remember I do too. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember driving past it, and then I was like, what the fuck is a BMF? Like, what the fuck happened to social death? What the hell? What the hell? And I would ask people, and it was my man who lived next door. He told me everything about him. He's like, oh, them niggas is this, and them niggas is that, and they getting it like this. I'm like, well, do you need a billboard to tell people that you're a, dr- you a drug dealer? And I used to tell my man, like, oh, it's only a matter of time for his ass to go to jail for the rest of his life. And, but even still, look now he sold drugs to his own people. He helped destroy houses, and you know, Lord knows what else, whatever else he destroyed. And look what people still doing: free Big Meach. Now, free him? I don't know. I don't have no personal ties to him. I don't want. I, if you, if they don't want him in jail, fine. They want him to get out. That's on them. But you got people who went to jail for who, who helped. I haven't heard anybody say free Doctor Savi when Doctor Savy was alive to that magnitude. But Negros is in music talking about free Big Meach. I see him. You saw him? Yeah.
2: Bastard! I'm gonna get him though.
0: Yeah, man, he was right there on, on the side of you. <laughs> you know, on, on, yeah, that's, that's what you get, man. I hope he, I hope he's flying your you fucking. Know what the hell now. with you? I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. Maybe no, not. Yeah. If you get him, I'll give you ten dollars. Okay. You gotta get him right now. But I'm if you gonna, get
2: with, soon you, do a circle back. I'm going to get this. Don't do it. If you get in in the
0: next 2 minutes, I'll give you $20. All right. <laughs> but yeah, all of that big me shit and you know, and, and I I tell people like, listen, it, when people are like, "But you don't understand what he did for us." So let me get this correct. He took your money that you gave him in exchange for drugs, <laughs> bought cars and all kind of other shit, and then came back one time and gave you a turkey. So I'm going to give you a dollar a day for 365 days, and then you're going to come back and return. Give me a twelve dollar turkey. Basically, make that make sense to me? But but you know I was a coon. You you from New York? You don't know what real street shit is about. Okay, I just know if a nigga selling drugs, he's not my hero. New Jack City is a movie. This that that you have to be dumb to look at a a drug dealer as a hero. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if he used his drug money and bought you a house, or a car, and put your kids to Catholic school. <laughs> Look what he did! had them turkeys and everything. No, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth, yo. That's what these oh these down down there. I remember they used to have like book bag drives, and yeah. people would be on the news praising these rappers. He cares. See, he came and bought our kids book bags before they went back to school. Yeah, but your kid got a brand new book bag going back into poverty stricken disposition. It is there. And you happy to have a book bag. You should have asked that nigga fuck a book bag. Can you help me get a job so I can get the fuck out of here? Mm-hmm. Yo, let, let me be your assistant. Let me do something for you. You obviously you shining. Yo, I remember the time, bro. I seen a rapper. Nigga had a piece on slot bigger than your face, a iced out piece. Right? Mm-hmm. This nigga's in a house party eating out of somebody's refrigerator, like he was a, 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 a nigga ain't eating days. And I'm talking about eating bologna out of the fucking pack in the refrigerator. It wasn't a house party. It was probably like a, like a, I'm not gonna say a house party. It was a house party, but like, it was one of those people from, um, fuck you call this record label, from Epic Records. Okay. They rented a house. Okay. So when I say house party, I don't mean no, no hood shit. I'm talking about like a mansion party. Yeah. And he was there and he was sitting there, big ass, iced out piece and you know, Rolex on and shit like that, brand new outfit and snuck into the people kitchen and was eating bologna out of a fuck out of the refrigerator out the pack perception i see a slaw i saw it i'm i'm sizing them up don't you worry i'm gonna get them. i see you got the makuma bees on your hand Motherfuck. oh slaw yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go take that ten dollars and go buy me some dollars you know Trump. where you do that you're <laughs> never gonna find that shit that's like, that's how <laughs> i gonna be there to the day you die slaw i'm gonna have grandkids in there
2: that's funny no my bro um I've had you on for two hours. I ain't gonna take him no more
0: your time, dog. Oh, so. If you ever want to do a part, I mean, we can we got it. to do part two. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I we, can take some of my,
2: definitely part two. I'm so stoked for that. Um, my man. Um, shout yourself out. Any last words,
0: please, please, please. Hey, I want to shout out Super Slot Seventy Five because like, you see how he bug dance on the time. He tried. He threatened to kill me. <laughs> All flies lives matter. I'm getting a shirt. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, shouts out to Super Slot seventy five. Shouts out to the big homie Nick Taylor. We love Carrie. Shouts out to Lisa B. Misanthropic One. A lot, like I said, a lot of people don't know the history, bro. Me and Misanthropic One, we—that's my guy. If you ever go back, we used to do a whole bunch of collaborations together before he got too big on me. That nigga turned Hollywood. I get it though. <laughs> I get it though. Nigga, nigga too good for me. I get it though. <laughs> nigga, you know, nigga, we went from the Temptations to. Uh, to to misanthropic one and the temptations so i get it um who else shouts out to uh the first person ever interviewed me ever was o'shea o'shea Duke jackson he let me know five minutes into the interview that this shit going on patreon you (laughs) sent it there yo bro he asked he asked me questions and i answered them i'm the victim i was minding my business reading my tanakh once again, I felt
2: bad for a little sweet boy. I defended him. I didn't know. And that's what happened.
0: Super Slot 75 threatened to kill me. I didn't know, man. Let, that what, nigga what, said, I'm coming to your house and killing you and your kids. What,
2: like, what did you ask him? What did you ask him? What was the question you asked him?
0: I wanted to ask him a common sense question, but I had to ask him. Before I ask you this question, I need to know, are you a homosexual <laughs> or not? I fucked your mother. All right, cool. But are you a homosexual or not? I don't care if you fuck my mother all day long. That's fine. And then... Yo nigga ask me a question like that i oh, kill that nigga I said what the
2: fuck That's not what I said I said that's pretty fucked up That you would ask somebody that
0: You know we are from the hood You don't ask people these questions Yo remember I said Yo but I ask white people questions like you that right, right, yeah, right. No problem <laughs> hey, A white person saying I'm gay Alright so now I know how to ask this question Like that's like me so saying slaw. you gay No Oh okay Yo so how, how was it to suck a dick You gonna be like what nigga <laughs> You know but I asked him that because he, he displayed himself as a homosexual to me. He uh
2: had some, some rather questionable feminine ways, and I, you know, I I jumped the gun and rushed to judgment and I attacked this maniac here in defense of the little sweet boy. Oh, yeah, and maniac. Then, sure know. enough, <laughs> six months later, sweet boys became even sweeter, and it was like, yeah, fuck out somebody an apology. and apology. <laughs> I made I made a public apology. The truth, yeah, yeah, but yeah, we talked on the phone. <laughs> yeah,
0: we sure did. They called you. <laughs> you apologize. I apologize profusely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, multiple times. But that's not sad. because I hey, he could be for all I know. I don't care. But when I ask a question, I have to ask a question. But I have to know how to ask the question. Mm. I don't go to the black person and say, "Can you tell me how it is to be white?" If I don't, ne- if I've never seen you, and I want to ask you a question on being. On, 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 based on you being a Caucasian, all right, Lisa B, listen to her talk. You think she's white? Just listening to her talk. And if I didn't see her, no, I didn't think she was white at first until I saw her face, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, so then now imagine me going to her, well, hey, sister, tell me how it is to be a black woman out here and oppress, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I'm white. Then all my questions out the fucking door. I don't know what the fuck to ask her from this point on, like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. all my shit on her being black fuck all right all right y'all video over click <laughs> and i gotta regroup so but then i learned i learned a long time ago you have to ask l- let me ask a couple of questions before i make a couple of statements so i asked her uh, i just asked him hey are you a homosexual or not i fucked your mother and then everybody was in there jumping on me only person to jump on me was um was abl that's the only person that didn't jump on me. Isn't God, it? ABL, yeah. Somebody said, I remember somebody said, if you ask me a question like that, I'll fucking, I'll come kill you. And O'Shea was like, yeah, bro, you don't be asking nobody like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of insecure shit is this, man? If he's gay, he, I don't give a fuck. I just need to know so I can ask him the question. And the I didn't notice that shit went left so fucking. No, that shit went so left. Oh, <laughs> that remember I said, you know what? I'm humble. I ain't gonna say nothing no more. Y'all got the floor. <laughs> 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 he ain't been back since. <laughs> Yo, I, ain't been, I probably went back once and twice, and I'll say, I'll dead I i be question. Shit, ask me, hey, you so says, no. Oh shit. <laughs>
1: like
0: I said, I wanted I really wanted to ask him, you know, because of how he represented himself in the black, you no, know, in the quote unquote manosphere. I thought he was gay. So I wanted to ask him, how hard is it for you to represent the manosphere as a homosexual male? Mm, because we this is the man of fear But hey, he said he fucked my mother. That doesn't mean you're not gay. I don't know my for gay men or not. I don't you, know that. You know
2: what's funny about we just with that question you just r- repeated? Yeah. We're having the same discussion
0: again. Oh, but niggas told me shut the fuck up and threatened to kill me when I was gonna ask the question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: that, we're having True. that very same discussion about certain individuals
0: again. Ladies and gentlemen, when people say that truth teller, he just like speaking that hood shit, blah blah blah. Is a reason why sometimes I don't ask questions because I've said things and then sat back and watched that shit coming to fruition, and I'm not the one to say how I told y'all so. But like I said, I thought I the man, I'm, I'm not, i told you so, guy. I'm not, I am man. too. I, I just wait for my moment. I'm trying to humble out, <laughs> but I thought he was a homosexual male. Because he could be that. I just wanted to know how is, how, how 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 hard is it for you to represent the manosphere as a homosexual male? Because mm-hmm. he looks like one. Mm-hmm. He acts like one. He talks like one. I don't care if he is or not. He could fuck my mother all day long. I don't care. Good. Dig her up and fuck her. That's fine. I'm a grown man. Shit like that don't hurt me. Lord have mercy. You could say, well, your mother sucked my dick. Well, I'm glad she did. I got, <laughs> I got a brother and sister, so I'm pretty sure somebody got their dick sucked in the process. Glad you got in line, too. But just answer my question. And negroes bombarded me, boy. I remember I pulled over sitting in the parking lot, like, "What kind of nigga shit is this?" We weren't prepared for. Yeah, that's that's the problem too. Well, O'Shea used to say, "Hey, Truth, you want to come on?" I used to ask, "O'Shea, you really want me to come on?" Because <laughs> I think that this shit is gonna, it's not gonna go how we wanted to go, like the time with um with the uh, uh, um Cynthia G. Remember that show we were on? and yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Prove to me that you know somebody who got with a white woman and their life got better. And I said, all right, well, I got a friend out here who wanted to be a correctional officer. He couldn't do it. You know, got with this white girl whose father was the warden at the time. He wound up becoming a CO and then he moved up in the ranking. I remember that. I remember that. Ah, that's it? Well, you said one. I said, if you don't believe me, I can call him right now. You can hear him say it with his own mouth. And then she started going at me and going crazy. And I said, well, Cynthia, hold on. Explain this to us. How is it you dealing with these ain't shit niggas all the time? You talking about niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit. And you pregnant by one. Oh, here we go. O'Shea, stop that fucking video immediately. That's I said, God stop. damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? I told she I said, O'Shea, I had this bitch in a corner. You should let the show go on. I was going to have this bitch tap dancing that shit in a second. <laughs> I, I know why O'Shea did it, though. I respect yeah. it because we talk. I said, I get it. I respect it. <laughs> Still my ground I still I still donate to the cause but to the good yeah man I'm telling you it' been it been many times bro I'd be sitting there and I'm like oh just keep on talking just keep on talking just keep on talking I'm gonna get your ass good you think you're talking to somebody who don't know no fucking better <laughs> I got you and then all of a sudden the whole fucking situation stopped because somebody in that room is smart enough smarter than me and they say I see what he doing hell no hell to the no stop <laughs> stop the show <laughs> like fuck. Hell yeah, damn. like, like who, who else was it? Taz, remember that day when Taz was telling me "fuck me" and all kind of shit cursing me out, and I just made one comment. I, you know, I'm not going to repeat the comment, but me and Nick laugh about it to date. And at the end of the show, yo, 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 yo uh, truth man, I fuck with you, truth. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, cool, you know, cool. But I had to say that for you to fuck with me, though. I was a, a coon and an ancient nigga. That's the same video I said. Look, before we start, I already know I'm a coon. A sellout, a buffoon. And this lady said, Why'd well, you call yourself a coon? I said, Because before, before the end of the conversation, y'all gonna be calling me a coon. And then, like, five minutes later, she was like, You sound like a coon. Exactly. I, was you there that day? I, I was there. I was okay. There. Okay. See, Sly, I, I tell people I play dumb like I know nothing. You should not want to even talk to me. If I'm telling you, Hey, look, Sla, we could talk. I'm gonna play stupid like I know nothing. Just to get you to commit to my conversation and back you into a corner. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. you should be like click, <laughs> kind of voodoo shit this nigga on. <laughs> <It's> witchcraft, <laughs> this nigga. I'm hanging up the phone on him. But Nick, Nick, he bear witness to it many a times. I, I have to, I have to do that to people, man, and show them. Look, I understand. You know, you deal with a lot of un- unintelligent black people. I'm just not one of them. I just don't choose to sit on YouTube and and pull out the history books and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I've had conversations with Nick and. Nick said, "Damn truth, damn truth." I say, "Yeah," and if Nick is in the, in the room, he'll tell you. I say, "Nick, I just don't choose to talk like this because niggas don't appreciate this shit. I can tell you why you shouldn't sell drugs. I can historically prove why you shouldn't sell drugs, but niggas don't want to hear my shit. You a fucking coon, sell out, shut up. All right, no problem. I'm all that. All right, all right. <laughs> my man. Any last words, bro? The people want a part two. Um, oh, I seen somebody say part oh, two show." Sure sure whenever you are ready we could do part two and i can you know we could do the story time oh
2: definitely definitely
0: yeah i i i guess i could tell you the story with the twin the sisters you know that my mother's friend
2: you ain't shit for that that's horrible
0: yeah i used to have sex with my mother's friend
2: yeah okay go bro go
0: um pink pink pineapple 88 said part two, please. Oh, for so, sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm I'm letting you know that uh I apologize for ever calling Sla Coon and a sellout. He's officially an agent for the White Man.
2: I'm the no, I'm the White Man's Tool. The White Man's
0: Tool. Yes. I'm an so, elevated brother. I'm shit. Yeah. So Sla, I want to uh um congratulate you on your promotion. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Sir. Yes, I didn't sir. see I didn't think I was worthy, but I, I'm Want to yeah, do
2: the best of my no i just want to thank you know the guys Nick and truth you know my inspirations to uh you know because of them yeah i felt the drive within me yeah. to excel to yeah. be the best tool for the white man that i could be and every day i do this for you guys so
0: yeah. Yeah, so let me, let me ask you a question okay what is your ultimate goal uh, uh, do you plan on staying uh uh what the white man's tool or are, are you really planning on just going up to to uh, to the cointel pro um uh uh status
2: i i the cointel thing is cool i i think i want to definitely want to be like the face of you know an extension of the white supremacy you know i want to be a guard dog like a gatekeeper yeah yeah
0: yeah slot i hope i have a uh, if i ever was to lose my mind and have a son I will name him Super Slot Seventy Five with the intentions of him just like you. <laughs> when you left us down here in the coon pool and went over. <laughs> uh, 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 was he's it, an uh, agent, agent, agent? Yeah. yeah, he's an agent, yeah. I, yeah <laughs> he, he's the white man's tool, so um, <laughs> I knew that through you I live. And same here. One of us made it. <laughs> One of us made it, so. I only act since you're ahead of us in the race. You, you keep on striking. I'm,
2: I'm I'm kicking the door in for, for both of my guys, you
0: know. That's right. I, I want to be a tool for the white man. Nick be
2: playing, but you know, I know he wanna be up here with us.
0: Nick, I got my eye on you. <laughs> October 1st, buddy. Don't don't do it to yourself. Hey, brother, mm-hmm. like I said, whenever you're ready to do part two, you know, I'm always at your dispense. Definitely. You let me know, and we could turn it up a little bit more and make it make it hot. Definitely <laughs> go on the Patreon for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all, Thank y'all, for, thank y'all for, for tuning in with us. You know, I'm I'm happy that we can keep y'all entertained for this long. Um, I don't say I don't know how many people's in the chat, but however many people's in there, thank you.
2: It was a couple hundred. About 215. We hit 215 at one point.
0: Thank you for listening to us talk about the coon mm-hmm. shit as well as educate y'all. I hope, honestly, this is uh, all jokes aside. I hope we continue to educate y'all Enlighten y'all as well as entertain y'all, and you know that's that that's our whole objective—to spread the knowledge, spread the truth, spread the wisdom, and keep you laughing and smiling, and 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 and, uh, at the same time—that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. But until then, I am Truth Teller Four Ten. Shouts out to the big homie Nate Taylor and that guy with the red shirt with this white star. That is a tool for the white man. It's and then and in in, in 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 a in classic tool for the white man form we have to leave out here the right way one two three Peace. Peace.
2: <laughs> uh thank you guys uh, everybody that donated um i want to thank the uh who did, I get? who did I get the mistress she broke me off some money thanks dear um with that being said i hope you guys learned something i learned something and uh, definitely uh we're gonna do part two Soon so y'all have a good night peace